Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another awesome and amazing episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I'm one half of the dynamic duo. My name is Steve. What's going on, everybody? My name is Dan Ramirez, and welcome to another show. What are we on, Steve? Episode 62, right? We are on 62, only because you put out a massive bonus episode last week. I don't know how you dropped it so quick, Jay. Dropped it like a hot rock. Wow, I thought you were going to say hot potato. You thought, but I'm always trying to keep you on your toes, brother. You are. And you know what's always trying to keep you on your toes? Our allergies. Are you oh. okay, brother? <laughs> no, I'm not. Yes. I'm not okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am not okay, but uh, I'm going to work through this, man. We're going to get through it together. A little teamwork, not a problem. Makes a dream work. You guys, you yeah, got to understand something. Dude. We live in yeah, the San Joaquin Valley. It is the Dust Bowl of California, as some call it. And this time of year, did you hear that <gasps> that I just did? This time yeah. of year is the worst for me. This and August is when my lungs and my nasal passages and everything just attack me. I'm dealing with that this morning, but if you can deal with it, I can deal with it. So let's do this. It's just a, I sound like I've been running, <laughs> like I just what ran a marathon. Are allergies, they are the bane of my fucking existence, man. It's just all these, like, it's all of the pollen and the, I don't know. I'm not going to give you a uh, yes, yes. scientific I mean, breakdown. You are in the medical field. I know you can break Yeah, but I don't special, us. I'm not an allergist. It's just a bunch of pollen in the air right now. We have these trees, they're blossom trees. And I don't normally call them blossom trees, guys, but I'm trying to keep it clean. And um, but they do smell like cum. Anyway, they uh, That's so funny, <laughs> but they, they yeah, it's just they, they you get a bunch of cum blossoms in your nose and then again to your lungs and then suddenly you can't breathe. That's my situation. That's what's happening with me right now. So I'm very short of breath and uh, I sneeze and cough and I'm so happy I have a mute button. But it's just a torture thing, man. I, I get shots for it. I haven't had one this year and they help. A, they used to help a lot. They only help a little bit now. So that's why I'm like, eh, forget it. I'll just deal with it. But it's brutal. Anyway, I don't want to spend the whole show talking about my allergies, but bruh, <laughs> it's kind of I know it's rough. right now. Yeah, I know it's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen people all over our job. It's just like hurting like a mug. Jay. And I was like, man, I'm so glad that I'm, I'm glad that I don't necessarily deal with it. I, there, I mean, I've been sick before, yeah. so I kind of know what you guys are going through. Yeah. I just have to imagine it every day. Except you don't get a sore throat. Sore throats are the worst part of sickness. You guys don't have to deal with that. Uh, a little tenderness to the back of the throat, but that's from post-nasal drip. It's when all the stuff just drips down from your nose oh, in the dude, back. That's and then brutal. It, it like makes your throat real raw. So yeah, I got a little bit of that too. That sucks. Now, on the good side, yes, good stuff. we just got our tickets. Word. Right now. Game. Right now. There was one person in that <laughs> It was meant to be. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm going to look in this theater and see how many of you pathetic people are sitting there trying to get your advanced tickets to Avengers. And one seat in the entire IMAX theater. Oh, no, it wasn't IMAX. That's right. Steve messed up and yeah. thought he was buying IMAX. But we don't really have an IMAX anyway, right? So it's okay. Don't we worry don't about it. We have a true one. But we're going to see it in 3D, which I think we have to. But there's one. Is it? It's going to be good. I think it's going to be legit. I don't think they have IMAX 3D. They used to. I think it's something that they separate now. Maybe it happens on special It seems occasions. like it because Maj and them, they're going to see it in IMAX. 
And they would have seen 3D if they did have it. Now, Avatar was in IMAX 3D. Because I know you had, but they shot it, they shot it a certain way, though. I think it was different for Avatar. They shot it like the whole movie in that weird 3D thing. Yeah. So Was IMAX even a thing back then? Maybe it was a thing, but it wasn't on like a global scale. Oh, it was here. Yeah, it was still there. Like, I remember my first IMAX show was when I was about 11. Really? In LA. Yeah. There was like an IMAX screen in LA and it like wrapped around us. Like, I did not know that that, that's why now I'm like, yeah, that's a big screen. And it took a friend of mine being like, y'all's IMAX is trash. I was like, I wonder why our (laughs) IMAX is trash. And I looked it up. They're like, yeah, they just licensed the name. I was talking to Chris from uh, Attention Deficit Order about that. And he was saying that the screen is probably a little bit smaller, but it's the aspect ratio that's off. He calls it LIMAX. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, like, how much smaller do you think it is? Because I know what, like, isn't uh, IMAX, like, something odd stories high? I'm not entirely yeah. sure. I've got yeah, no facts in front of me. it's a massive thing. We and should probably know about that because all these movies are coming out in IFAC, IFAX, IMAX. So we should probably have some facts on IMAX is what I was trying to say. You know what? You're totally right. You know what? What better time than the present? Then, then we'll know forever what is considered IMAX. Are you looking? Are we going to do this right now? Let's do it. Why not? We're doing it right now. What is considered IMAX? Oh, you guys are doing way too much. You know, the internet makes me seem very lazy. Some people, they just get so into whatever it is that they're into. (laughs) And I don't have the energy. I'm never going to be the guy that starts something that that, that goes viral. It's never going to be me. Unless I do something stupid and my mouth gets me in trouble. Oh, dude. Only 11 mainstream feature films in history were ever filmed with IMAX cameras. Like in their entirety? Yes. They just changed certain scenes for entire, like an IMAX experience. That's why a lot of things just were like, nah, don't do, uh, or, you know, just see it regular. So there's only been 11 movies in history. You know, I did not know that. I seem to recall seeing The Dark Knight in IMAX. And thinking, okay, it's a big screen, everything looks cool. And then I remember they had like one shot, maybe more than that, but one shot in particular that I'm thinking of where Batman's looking over at the city. He's like on the top of a building and that was shot in IMAX and you actually see the change on screen. I remember that. They also did that with Transformers. There's one scene where um, Optimus Prime stands straight up and it's actually how tall he's supposed to be. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, but it's on an. If you go to an actual IMAX theater, yeah, when he stands up, you literally see how tall um, Optimus Prime is, which is a cool thing to add into a movie because he's a monster of a person of a, a robot. Um, but yeah, so apparently we're just seeing things that are changed for the actual IMAX theater. Like the they they literally change it for IMAX, or they just shoot certain scenes of IMAX. Not many movies. Why would you shoot it in IMAX? I mean, I, w- I would think Mission Impossible would. They should have. Yeah. Because that would have been freaking amazing. Shooting Mission Impossible on IMAX. Was gravity in IMAX? Uh, it doesn't. Dude, look. I'm Here's what I'll tell. Okay, Interstellar. No. Oh, look at your little Star Wars. <laughs> My little Star Wars. Uh, Tiger Child. Okay, we're going to start from 70s. Okay, we're not doing 70s. Tiger Child. That was the 73. Tiger style. Film shot entirely with IMAX was, we're going to get out of the 80s into, let's start at 90s. Let's start at 90. 
five. No, let's start at the. When did um, Star Wars come out? The original Star Wars. No, your the the the. the <laughs> why is it my Star lit. Wars? It's no, your Star Wars. I don't know why you're saying your Star Wars. What the later? You're Star starting Wars. to hang out with me now. You got your Star Wars. You got your Star Wars. <laughs> Was it 2003? Wait, are you talking Force Awakens or are you talking? Yeah. The um, uh, Phantom the Menace. Phantom and all Menace, that stuff. I believe, was 1999. Oh, that wasn't shot in IMAX. Shot in Booty Max. Gee, you didn't, you didn't like that joint? Yes, you did. No. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've seen it probably like three, four times, trying to convince myself it was good, but it's not. Don't at me, folks. I don't care. You, if you okay, love it, gee, love, it you, love it till you die. Nothing, I don't care. Nothing's shot in IMAX, Jay. Only like uh, nature movies. I would go check that out. To get the full IMAX experience, why not? I would go, well, I wanted to see that Apollo 11. James movie. Cameron probably has something. Uh, Not so far. Probably like the, the the freaking, what do you call it? The, you know, where you go underwater and crap. But that they said that Apollo 11 movie is really, as far as the um, documentary, they just, it was only at IMAX for a second and a half at our IMAX. But they said it was amazing, which I could imagine. But again, I can't even call our things an IMAX. But I will give it. I will give credit to freaking uh, our theater. That's not an IMAX. That screen is massive, dude. We have a, a freaking Edwards has a massive screen. I think it's bigger than um, Manchester. I really like Edwards. I wish they had better seats. But other than that, I would Their be great going trash, to Edwards dude. all the time. Their seats are freaking. They freaking really are. Trash. They're bad. Especially like I even their leathers. Well, no, the leather seats at our other one. This is very local. But we have another theater, and those leather seats get I get kicked in the back all the time. I can't even deal with those. That's why Manchester has such... I love Manchester because it has those big old gaps in between. Hey, G, bear in mind, like, I'm sure that the theaters, they, like, treat their seats and everything. But I was thinking the oh, other day because I was, I was at Broadway Fair, which is in town is a very small theater. And it's they're not putting any more money into this theater. I don't no. even know how much longer it's going to be around. But I go to it a lot because there's not a lot of people there. And depending on the movie, the the ghetto level goes down too. Like it can be really high, <laughs> depending on the movie. Dude, kids, because there's a million kids, dude. It's just no. It's just you take every knucklehead in Fresno. They seem to go exactly. to this theater, and I don't know why. But depending on the movie, you know, you might end up having a really good experience. And I did for us, by the way. Saw it both times at at uh, Broadway Fair. No, you didn't. Did yes, you? Yeah. No, you didn't. You yes, saw I, it with me. No, I didn't. You didn't see it with me. Come man. on, come on, Steve. You didn't, because you left. Come on, Steve, you're out of control. We saw one movie, then you dipped. Yeah, I had to go and record. Had to? That's interesting. Yeah, because I'm a man of my word. That's true. No, it's true. He's unfaithful to Heroes of Noise. He's been cheating, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe to you. I'm sorry. You know you're my best girl. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) You had a good... Okay, first of all, let me tell you, you're the first person that ever said they had a good experience at a Broadway fair. I, I think you've lowered your standards. <laughs> First time for everything, okay? Don't get crazy. Jeez Louise. No, it's a no go-to. I saw, what did I see there? I saw recently, anyway, I saw a what? viewing of Captain Marvel there, which was excellent. Dude, I saw what? the experience was excellent. And Why then I would saw, you go to there? Because it's right up the street from my house. I could throw a rock and hit that bitch. But you could literally get to Manchester in seven minutes more. But why? Oh, but here's the thing real quick before I forget. So I know that these places, these older theaters treat their seats, right? Mm -hmm. But they're all fabric. How are we all not getting scabies? Dude, listen. 
Listen, <laughs> I, I got a little bit grossed out the last time I was there. It you wasn't a bad theater. It was just the fabric. I felt the fabric against my bare arm. And I'm thinking, I think there could be scabies living in here. You can I have to totally it, put my yeah. faith into the theater that they're doing their part by treating the seats. But you could fully get scabies. That's true. And I'm shocked that we, now that you've said it, there's going to be, a, I mean, because look, we already got measles back. Who knows what we're going to be catching now? You got your measles. You got your scabies. You got your measles. You got your scabies. <laughs> oh, wanted to tell you a story, Dan. Do it. All right. So remember when we were talking a few weeks ago on our um, our series, uh, our sex series. I forgot what we called it. Oh, the Babadook series? Yeah, the Babadook series. Yes. A lot of people listen to these. It was great. So thank you. But sorry, go on. So um, they're talking about the one minute man situation. We were talking about it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, um, I was saying that, you know, I'm a one. I don't don't even mind it. I'm quick. Fine. And so uh, my son's mother called me and she asked for a favor. She's like, hey, I got to use your Wi-Fi. I said, no problem. I was like, why don't you just come over? Don't even worry about it. She's like, you might have a woman. there. I don't want to do that. I said, well, worst case scenario, by the she'll time be gone in a minute. Here, exactly. <laughs> she'll be gone in two minutes. And she starts cracking up. And she's like, that's right, huh? And then, you know how you start laughing, then stop, and then start dying? Right. I'm like, what's so funny? She said, do you remember what you used to say when you were on your way to your little minute time? I said, oh, no. Go on, Steve. <laughs> and she said, do you know what you used to say? I said, no. She said, you used to look at me and say, ride me off into the sunset. <laughs> I'm so glad I played this song on top of that. Mount your mighty steed and ride me off into the sunset. That's fucking classic, G. I fell on the ground and she could not stop laughing. Like, it was the most ridiculous. She said, you did it every single time without me. That is the funniest goddamn thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so glad that I queued that up. Dude, I got nothing. I, I, that doesn't need any more explanation. I don't need to uh, punctuate it. That I is mean, perfect. it's so strange. I'm sorry. What is her name again? Deidre. Deidre. I, I'm assuming you're listening here. Um, I love you so much right now. <laughs> That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That is so it's fucking an hilarious. Unfortunate reality. What did you say? It's. Did you go, yeah, huh? I remember. <laughs> like, what did you, what did you well, say no, to her? I fell out because it, now, now I'm all, I'm remembering everything and we just start crying on the phone. Cause I was like, I did. Huh? Oh my God. I knew something was bad. Cause when you say, you're like, yeah, you were a one minute person. Then she's like, <laughs> then she's just like, <laughs> I was like, whoa, what just happened? It's like, do you remember your quote when you were about to, <laughs> oh, something's wrong with that. Ride me off into the sunset. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, I mean, it was but bear boring. in mind, night only lasts 30 seconds. <laughs> It'll be daytime <laughs> again soon. You'll have to ride me back into the dawn. Gee, it was, it's ridiculous. But you know what, Gee? Hey, you're young. I was, what, 21? I like it. What are you going to do? I got nothing to say, man. I, If anything, I commend you. You don't have, like, a quote for your... <laughs> 
Maybe back you in the day. You know, like a famous quote. Oh, I'm sure I could think of something, but it was in your head. You were ready. <laughs> you were prepared to talk about this one. Oh, dude, no. Problem. I would have to go I, back into the archives. Gee, let me. Oh, I guess we're getting. Before we get into what we're watching, before <laughs> we get into news, I want to ask you because we both saw this wonderful uh, Joker trailer. Yes. Now, for me, I already know what I think, but you know what? Because before we uh, start recording, Dan, we kind of just, you know, have conversation on the phone, and Dan was like, um, I kind of want to say something. And I was like, well, maybe I don't know what day. I thought we were on the same page. Well, no, it's not that I want to say something. I'm just saying that I'm prepared to talk about it if you are. What do you think, dude? What do you think, Steve? You brought it up. Okay, it's Joaquin Phoenix is Joaquin Phoenix, in in my opinion. He's going to Joaquin Phoenix this movie. Mind you, we're both saying this. No matter what we said, we're going to see this. Do me a favor. Because you are making an accusation, which is fine. I totally respect your opinion. But I'm asking you to define what Joaquin Phoenix in a movie is. It's way more serious than it needs to be. I like that. It's way more serious than it needs to be. I think for... um, or and the thing is, he's also showing the strings because even though Heath Ledger, I'm not going to even compare him to Jack because Jack just was a different level in my opinion. But Heath Ledger, he took it seriously, but you couldn't see the strings. Like it didn't seem like he was. He made it seem like, well, whatever, because that's the Joker. In this, at least the trailer, it seems like I can see the strings. I'm like, oh, I see that you're taking it super seriously. I could tell that you're doing the Joaquin Phoenix. Now, unless it changes and during the course of the movie, he all of a sudden takes razor blades and yeah. slices the sides of his face. Yeah. Then I'm like, oh, but if this is just a thing he's doing for Joaquin Phoenix, I'm not buying it, dude. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> but I'm going to be like, okay, you shouldn't have called this the Joker or Joker. What do you think? Well, I don't dislike Joaquin Phoenix like you do. At least I th- I'm assuming you like dislike him a little bit. I like him. I like him. I mean, I like him as an actor generally. Yeah. I just think that sometimes it's a bit he much. brings something. Yeah. He's like, come, I mean, dude, you bring something to the, to the film that doesn't necessarily need to be there. Okay. Before I say what I'm going to say, can you give the folks an example of maybe a movie or a scene that you're referring to? Okay. I think it's fair. Oh, shoot. let's just go with Gladiator. People love him in Gladiator. I think there are eight other actors that could have done Gladiator better. Dude, it's been a hot minute since I've seen Gladiator. But was he throwing off Joffrey vibes kind of in that one? Yes. He was, huh? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I think there are other people that would have been like, wow, they took this. Now, mind you, the director might not want fun in it. But I think there are people that just ooze charisma yeah. that could have done that job. Where you're just like, like, he is an obvious evil person. Some people would have played the part and been like, he's not evil. He's evil, but I get it. There's if you have Joaquin Phoenix, it's never a he's this, but I get it. It's a oh, this is the part he's playing. He's all the way that. There are no oh, there's you know, there's this side and that side. He's just whatever is on the paper. Some people bring a thing to a a, a part. I just think that what he brings is more for Joaquin Phoenix than it is the part. He's definitely That's a method it. guy. And some people are method people. But I remember there was one quote, I forgot who said it. There was an act, a guy came in and he was doing this whole thing where he's like, I'm not going to eat for two days so I can figure out how this person felt. And the other old actor said, or you could try acting. Ooh, that's a great quote. Someone was behind going, ooh. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> that's what we do. Why would you try to become, just act like you're that thing? That's what we are doing. 
So that whole method thing is like, some people kind of just like, no, I'm a, in order, I could just act circles around you while you have to go there, starve yourself and hang by your toes outside. I could just act like I did that and is, continue. Is it too pretentious for you when people do that? Oh, dude. I even think Daniel Day-Lewis is pretentious, Jay. Well, wasn't he really, walking around the set of Lincoln and they could only address him as President bruh, Lincoln or something like that? Listen. Hello. <laughs> He's just like Jim Carrey. And the thing is, Jim Carrey even, remember in that documentary, he said, yeah, I was ridiculous. <laughs> oh, you know he was ridiculous. He yeah, was probably he was like, the I most ridiculous. And I hope, but I don't think Daniel Deleuze will ever say, I shouldn't have done that. Because he does come out with quality stuff, but I would not want to be around him. But I heard he's a nice dude still on set. I'd be like, come on, Jay. If anyone needs just... me, I'll be at the craft services table uh, enjoying a bagel and uh, reciting the uh, Gettysburg Address. That's <laughs> so fucking exactly. weird. So weird. It's so just, I'd be like, wait a minute. They didn't have, did they have bagels back then? You shouldn't be eating bagels. They have craft service. If Don't really question the president of the United States. Oh, dude. And I like the movie. But he, I don't. What, if, the thing is, what if he walked around to all of the African American workers on oh, the set, dude. being like, "You should be thanking me," you know, dude. <laughs> dude, every extra. Like, did you gone. really just say that to me? That's ridiculous. Extras would leave yesterday, <laughs> and it's, and that's the thing, man. Like, so that's what my Joaquin Phoenix thing is. Okay, like, I've never. I have. I recently saw a movie. I forgot the name of the movie, but uh, he played a, an artist in a wheelchair. And he did a, it was on Amazon Prime. He did a fantastic job. But I was like, I think it's just who the director is that maybe, um, you know, I don't know, but I'm just, are you, are you a Joaquin person? I don't mind him. Honestly, I don't. There's like, there's things that I've seen that I wasn't that impressed with. What was the movie that everyone was talking about last year? I tried watching it and maybe I should watch it again, but it just didn't hit me. It is called... Oh, and the movie is called Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far Afoot. No. It's they, the one no, where he's walking. the movie that I just saw. Oh, oh gotcha. The, 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 he won't get far on foot. He was, that's he was fucked up because he was in a wheelchair. Exactly. <laughs> that's cold-blooded. Um, yeah. It's the one where he's walking around with the, with the hammer. And he's next vet or oh, something. Oh, I tried. I started watching that movie. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's exactly what I thought it would be. It was too dark oh. for me and quiet. and But I Walking to be fair... Things. Yeah, okay. I get your point. Is that a good example then? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I didn't really care for that movie. But that said, I don't necessarily dislike Joaquin Phoenix. I think he's a very yes. good actor. Wasn't he involved in that whole... Um, remember that he did that long-term prank? Yeah, I kind of respected that in a weird way. Because I love wow. people making people uncomfortable on purpose. As long as it's not harming anybody. But it's making people... It is kind of messing people up. Because they think they're having fun. But these people, these different stage gaffers, cameramen, they're not in on it. You're just making life harder for them. And he went on Dave Letterman. I think he went on a couple other things, too. What was that movie called? Stage managers are like, dude, what the hell are you doing? It's not funny for us. It's funny for you. Not not even Dave Letterman. He's like, what's going on here? Like, what are we doing? What's happening here? He's, gee, no, no, dude, no. But I love to walk the line. Talk about him. That was a great one. I loved her. Oh, I did love her, dude. And he did the Joaquin Phoenix thing. I started watching the Sisters Brothers, and that seems pretty good, too. And I forgot why I put that one down. I got to go back to that. But he's in a lot of movies that I really like. The one that we were talking about is called I'm Still Here, where he plays the, uh, I guess, if you want to call right. it a hip-hop That's artist. Right. but 
I like the idea. It was more of me liking the idea. I thought the concept was something cool. And like I said, I sort of like seeing people get uncomfortable sometimes. That's true. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. No, it's true. But the Joker. So, yeah. Or Joker, as it's called. Oh, gee. Already. So <laughs> much for DC making another movie that's not a dark movie. Like, it's a true. very dark movie already. The, way, the, the aesthetic of it is very dark. Well, do you think... Uh, here's what I want to know. I would the, a lot of it has to do with I need to know who was more in charge of this thing. Was it like, hey, we want to do this, and Joaquin being like, I have a vision like this, because then I'd be like, oh, this is going to be. I don't know if I want to watch this. I really don't know if I want to watch this, but I will watch it only because it's going to be a conversation. But dude. You saw, you saw the, you saw. I the, saw it twice. Trailer, dude. Yeah. Dude. So I'll give you some thoughts on it. Dude. I think that people are going to have to approach this trailer much like they did Venom. There's going to be a lot. It's going to be a very divisive movie, first of all. I think there's going to be a shit ton of Batman people that just hate this movie. Unless he just does something so amazing in it that they can't deny it. Mm-hmm. But then I think there's going to be a lot of people that really appreciate his performance, too. Yeah. I'm kind of in the middle. I'm not so devoted to Batman. I mean, I'm not really not devoted to Batman. You know what I mean? So I, I, I'm cool with watching the character form and everything, but it can go either way, man. I, I'm just not trusting DC too much. If they can do, like, let's just say, for instance, that they did another colorful movie like Shazam. Shazam. Then, you know, if they do another Shazam, we're good to go. DC's on the right track. It's hard to trust them. You know, fool me once, shame on me. Or wait, how's it go? <laughs> oh, no. No, it's hard to trust him. Are you doing him, the George Bush? <laughs> what? No. Are you doing the George Bush? He's just like, pull me once. Shame on me. But you know what I'm saying. I don't, I do. I don't it's, do. it's hard to trust them because I've been burned so many times by DC. Burned. Okay, that's ridiculous and dramatic. But you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, I get. That's totally get dramatic. I've been saying. burned by DC. They made movies and tried to entertain me. I'm a fuck boy because I get all upset about it. No, but you know what I'm getting at. Like, yes. Sorry. Sorry, well, fuck boys. Here's the, here's the problem. <laughs> From the director, yeah. I got excited. I was like, oh, he did a great job on The Hangover, old school. Yeah. You know, he, he's a comedy dude. So I was like, oh, wait. Maybe he gets it. Maybe he does. I, maybe. He I kind of like Todd Phillips, from, dude. So do I. I love him. I think he's really good. But I don't know if, um, you know what? Some directors just say, yeah, I, we know what you want, but we're not going to give that to you. Some directors just do that, per that's that what it is. And maybe he's like, I've given people so what they want for so many years that I just want to turn left on this. And the perfect person to do that with is Joaquin Phoenix. You know what I liked about the trailer? They showed Arthur Fleck ascending the stairs. At the beginning, he looked really low and his head was hanging. And you saw during the trailer what he was going through, right? Yes. And then as the transformation takes place and then afterwards, more importantly, they show him descending the stairs and he's the Joker and he's all proud. I thought that was kind of a cool thing that they did with the trailer. He's all proud and he's like hopping and kind of dancing down the stairs and stuff. I thought that was kind of cool. He looks nothing like a Joker that we've seen before outside of just having clown makeup and green hair. But... I don't know, dude. I think this could be okay if we just sort of take it with a grain of salt and stop being such dicks about it. Not that you're being a dick. I'm just saying, take yeah, it for what it, it is. But it's not, if you wanted people to do that, you shouldn't take on Joker. 
It's a beloved villain. Hey, I, I get it. Being, it's a very, that's a major character. Right. No. And so you can't be like, hey, take it, chill. Be like, no, no, no. This is huge. I totally get that. Yeah. And so I thought, here's what I thought was going to happen. Like halfway through the, you know how he's going through his little thing. He's having his issues. I thought all of a sudden he was going to reach a breaking point when people kept on making fun of him. And he'd like hit the side of the subway car, break glass, and just carve up his face. And people were like, what the hell? I would have been in. Well, who's to say that he's not going to do something like that? They're not going to show all their cards, no pun intended, in a trailer. They would show that. They would show that. No, they wouldn't. Oh, brother, they would. Anyone that was making a trailer. Yeah, but you don't want to see the full transformation. I would be a little pissed. I think that's too showy. But um, you do see yeah. him, speaking of the train, you do see him starting to crack up. He's laughing by himself, and that's when those mm-hmm. three dudes beat him up and everything. So it could be coming. And another thing that makes me wonder if he's going to alter his face is when he's looking in the mirror and he's grabbing his cheeks and he's like making that smiley face. And yes. then it shows him do it again to a little kid. So mm-hmm. maybe there's something with that where the face changes or something. I don't think they're showing all their cards, man. Oh, they aren't. But here's what I, I'm going to put a stake in the sand. Do it. Today. Episode 62, they're not cutting his face. Maybe not, not maybe not cutting, altering. Yes. Yeah. I would want, I think that, like, as far as you know, have we seen the, like, the killing joke in the comics? Right. Like, he, the Joker, he's like, I need this thing and carves it into himself. It's like a lore. This is what I did. Or you can do it the way Tim Burton did it, where, you know, they fall into a vat of acid and his face is now that weird. I would have rather the cut than that. Because <laughs> that looked very um, strange when I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? But all of it, it has to, and it seems like what they're doing is painting a clown face on him. Again, if if I get there, and and I'm not talking about at the end he cuts his face. I won't count that. If it's toward the end he cuts his face, I'm like, gee, come on. Bro. Backpedaling. So this, no, I don't want to <laughs> I'm just kidding. Story. I'm just messing gee, with you. come on. But yes, again, I it may be an amazing movie. I will be shocked if I walk out of there like that was incredible and I put him in the pantheon of all the great jokers. No, I don't think that's going to happen. You're not going to be like, do you have a container for the crow that I didn't finish eating? Not a chance. Oh, that won't happen. That will not. I don't think that that's going to happen. I don't even think that they're peddling it like that. I don't think that they're pushing it out like that. I think they're pushing it out as a movie. Yeah, this doesn't seem like your normal push. Even though it just started, like it literally just dropped today, it didn't seem as grand. It seemed like it was almost trying to sneak in through the back door oh, a little bit. Oh, totally. You know? and, and, and I, go ahead. They did it still under the shadows of Shazam. I would have thought they would wait for this Shazam thing to go kind of start fizzling. Yeah, but here's the problem. Tough, tough situation. You're still on the heels of Captain Marvel. Shazam's coming out, and you do not want to do it in the next few weeks before Endgame, because that's the only thing people are going to be talking about. So when do you drop this? I drop this after Endgame, in my opinion. It's pretty ballsy for them to do that, actually. Dude, bad move, though. You never know. I I know that this is not going to do Marvel numbers. It's not. It's just not going to. Or Shazam numbers. Or Shazam. But... I'm going to start calling it Shazam full-time now, I think. See, I literally have not called it anything but that for I don't know how long now. Shazam! He should say it that way. Shazam! Such a good movie. Such a good movie. It's not going to do those numbers. No. I think Shazam is going to surprise us. It's not going to do a bill ticket. 
but it'll still do great. I think this movie's going to do great. It's coming out at the perfect time. Actually, if they would have put this movie out around May, dude, it would just blow it all up. But what's coming out in May? What are our summer blockbusters? I don't know, but remember, Endgame's on the 25th. Mm -hmm. It's not going to die out in six days. No, no, no. (laughs) So in May, it might dominate May. It might just be nothing but Endgame. Three-hour Avenger movie? Yeah, it's going to do very well. Dude, you know, and so I, that's tough. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some other things about this movie before we move along. Yeah. Um, oh, he's freaky looking, like in real life. Like he's he's one of those guys. He did do method a little bit, unless he's just naturally built that way. But it looks to me like he lost a bunch of weight for this. Yes, it especially since that other movie you were talking about. He was kind of bigger in that movie. Yeah, he had some weight on him for sure. He's going all out, man. I, I don't know. I'm not going to count this movie out. I think it might be very entertaining, but again, it's DC and I've been wronged before. So it's just a grain of salt thing. And unfortunately, I think all DC movies this point on, unless they just suddenly have this huge run of blockbusters or, you know what, dare I say it, entertaining movies. I think I'm always just going to feel this way. We know how everyone's just still loving Aquaman and we know how we feel about that movie. So it's just a, it's a true. difference of opinion, it's man. True. Like it's going to do what it does, but for me, grain of salt. And the thing is, Aquaman's going to Aquaman and Shazam are going to actually pull people. Like whatever happens with DC, they'll be fine because of those two monsters. They'll they're not going to be like we're losing a ton. No, they'll be fine because those things were massive. I think Shazam will end up being massive, but. Uh, I mean, if the Joker, I would be, if the Joker ends up making a bill or even $500 million, I'd be like, wow, that's not bad. 500 million is not bad at all. I would take that and run. It does have the fact that it's the Joker going for it. That's people are just going to want to see it out of curiosity, you know? So either whether it's good or not, people are just going to come in numbers at least the first weekend. I mean, I'm going to go see it. I'm going to go see I know. Are you going to see it opening weekend or are you just going to be like, I'll wait a while? Well, for the sake of this, I'm going to see it opening weekend. Would you really? Yeah, of course. That's a, I, I did not know that. And it's not even like a spoiler thing. Like, oh, I don't want to hear the spoilers. It also depends on what drops that weekend. I don't think anything oh. else is going to drop that's going to, you know, put a shadow over it or anything like that. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, I'm seeing it for sure opening weekend. I'm not going to oh, go buy tickets guy. for it or anything, but I'm going to see it opening weekend. Look at this guy. Look at me. Check me out. You are a, I think you're a Joaquin fan. Yeah, kind you're of. You're a Joaquin fanix. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh entirely too much. And you know what shocked me, dude? What's that? Dumbo didn't like make a grip of money. <laughs> I meant to go see that, and I just didn't. And I'm wondering if that's what everyone's saying. Yeah, I meant to go what? see that. <laughs> what just happened, didn't. dude? That was supposed to make gangbusters. Gee, what the crap, man? Colin Farrell and Tim Burton. Game over. Well, not to mention Disney. Yes. And dude, it made also, gee, I think the surprise was that they, because if I'm Disney, I'm not known. Let me imagine if I'm a, a, a silly dude at Disney. When they're like, hey, we're going to be opening against us. Guess what I'm thinking? Cakewalk. Next question. We're going to go ahead and destroy that movie and us beat it. No one saw that coming, though, dude. I would have opened against us. Wouldn't you as a Disney movie open against us? It's a completely different demographic. So sure. Yeah, no problem. But everyone went to go see us. Rightfully so. And they so. only brought in like $30 million. Our opinion of that movie, bro, 
isn't shared universally, which no duh, but yeah, I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts on that and trying to hear, cause I'm still confused about the up and down who's controlling who thing. I'm still tripping on that movie a little bit, G. And, 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 and the thing is, are. is that a lot of people thought it was kind of weak. I, yes, I think, um, I think the people that I've seen say it's not great are people I expected to say that though. Their opinions are like, oh, well, yeah, considering what you like, I get that. Everyone that I trust yeah. either has said, um, I have a lot of questions, but I loved it. It's yeah. always followed by, I don't understand all of it, but I loved it. <laughs> but I loved it. And it's like a masterpiece. And I'm like, this is one of the few movies where people are like, that I like are saying, I don't get it, but good Lord, I'm, it hasn't left my brain. It's still in my brain, like trying to figure these things out. The people that are like, I'm not really into it. I'm like, either they're contrarian, they're trying to make a hot take, or it just, they of course wouldn't like this movie. They didn't have the intellectual capacity to understand it. Seriously, that's what it is. And it's, you know, it's funny that you say that, though, that you go, it's people that you would expect because now I know what you mean. I look at my timeline all the time on Twitter. And when people say certain things, you're right. I'd be like, you would say that. (laughs) Like, I have questions, too, but I love hearing the, the talk about it where it's just like, I can't say which way is which. I, I do believe Jordan is going to make a universe of this as he sees. I mean, it's pushing two hundred million dollars. That's an insane amount of money for a horror movie from Blumhouse, you know, in a few weeks. So I think he's at least I imagine he's having people talk to him about that universe. Some executives, I think. I mean, would you think he'd have trouble getting funding? No. In fact, that interview that I was talking, did you ever listen to that interview? That I was yeah, in? it was a fantastic interview. Yeah, it was. So you know how he said I something didn't, like, I didn't listen to it. <sighs> hey, Rebecca, would you suggest it <laughs> so that way Steve will listen to it, please? I would really appreciate that because I'm tired of wasting on, my breath. Bringing on the podcast girlfriend to, to get in my mentions, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. This brother right here, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Rebecca. But anyway, yeah. I- I'm glad that I recommended that to you. But anyway, what I was getting at is... um. <laughs> He says something like, yeah, I'm not going to show all my cards until, was it Universal that put it out? Oh. For some reason, anyway, the movie company, let's just say that, offers me like a cool hundred million. He kind of put it right out there. Like, yeah, I got it. How much you want? Dude, it's going to happen. How much you want to spend for it? It's going to happen. He's he's a golden child right now. He's going to fail, right? He has to. I imagine, right? Everyone fails at least a couple of times. At least, if he does four, though, will he? If he does four, he could actually just dip. Because, like, has has Tarantino had a failure? Which actual a failure? Money. Maybe not a failure. Because you exactly. have Quentin fans. He's always, I think that's what Jordan Peele's going to have. Even if people are like, well, technically it was a failure. Be like, did he make money on it? Yes, it's not this. The movie theaters don't see it as a, uh, the studios are like, hey, we made money. Maybe like We're Grindhouse and Death Proof would be a good example of that. I wouldn't be surprised if those made money. No, I'm sure they did, but not probably not Pulp Fiction money. No, but nothing's made Pulp Fiction money. Except in Glorious Bastards. What about Django? That didn't make Pulp Fiction money. Can I give you an unpopular Pulp Fiction opinion? Was crazy. Can I give you an unpopular opinion? I didn't like the uh, Hateful Eight. I never. I thought it was a goddamn snooze fest. 
I have I watched up to the last thirty minutes and never finished it. That must say so. I meant to. I was like, I'm gonna get home and finish this. Yeah, and I never did. No, I think that was like a total drinking the Tarantino Kool Aid thing. Like I just I watched it. I tried to enjoy it, but I like this is a really boring movie. And I think it's kind of like you ever read a Stephen King book? Oh, <gasps> I'm Dan. I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry, dude. What's up? I'm talking about the Magnificent Seven. <laughs> let's cut that out so we can pretend like we know no, i'm we just joking totally <laughs> i'm joking yeah i'm sorry i love the hateful eight go on okay the magnificent seven the hateful eight okay well, i get where you're coming from oh magnificent seven with chris pratt and yeah denzel yeah never watched it should i if you like the way denzel and ethan hawk work together then you want to watch it yeah that's not telling me anything Oh, well. well, the thing is, I mean, the thing, here's the thing. When they're all together, when he's, okay, they do the thing that we both don't like. Gotta get a crew together. Gotta get such and such. Gotta get such and such. They do that thing. Do they do the but, thing in the movie where they, two people walk up on each other and like, you got a lot of nerve showing up here. And then they all go, then they go, here, then they go <laughs> get over here, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't remember, but I know, here's the thing. Ethan Hawke, he, why he's not the megastar of megastars. I can watch him in anything, dude. He, him and Denzel need to be in more movies together. Who's your guy you're always shipping and you always compare him to people? And they tried to make him, they tried to make him somebody. Oh, Taylor Kitsch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're Taylor Kitsch. Yeah. He's, and the thing is, he was a, like, he's a star. Ethan Hawke is a star, but I think he, he's like, the fact that he, um, like he even said in, oh, we're not going to even go down there. But he did say in an interview, he's like, look, I have a modest living. I make enough money to make my mortgage. I don't need to do, super, I need, to, I can now do any movie I want to do. Mm. And he's like, Magnificent Seven is, they called and said, hey, Denzel wants you. You don't say no to Denzel. Exactly. He's like, oh, the homie wants me. He's like, well, yeah, no tryout. I don't have to audition. Denzel just says, oh, no, I want my boy over here. Okay. So, yeah, he was just like, and normally, you know, he only does, you know, he does the smaller films. But I like Hateful What didn't you like about Hateful Eight, my brother? Well, okay. Like I was saying, have you ever read a Stephen King book? Of course. Okay. So, you know how sometimes a lot of them are fantastic, but every once in a while, he'll get super wordy. I don't even I need to, I, you know what? I don't even need to say Stephen King. It was too Quentin Tarantino wordy for me. Oh, but it's supposed to be a play. I didn't like it. I don't, give, I don't give a fuck. I didn't like that movie. Can we watch it together one day? Will you hold my hand? I will hold your hand. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. You don't have to hold Gee, my hand, man, but I'll watch the movie. It's so good, dog. It's so good. I'm not saying that it didn't have, you know, redeeming qualities about it or anything like that, or it was a, a poor, poorly made movie. I'm just saying it didn't hit me. It just didn't. What about Jackie Brown? I liked it. I thought it was a little bit slow, but I know that's your favorite one. What about, I mean, you love Pulp Fiction. What we need to talk about is a movie he didn't direct, which you still haven't seen. And I've been telling you about this movie since, I believe the last time I spoke up was on New Year's Eve. Oh, no, I saw that. You did? No. Yeah, I know you didn't. And yet you said you did. You well, because know, I know I, I just wanted to hear the first person. I no, first of all, I know you didn't because I was just waiting for you to, to drop the other oh, shoe. But, dude, that's the movie we need to talk about. Dan, I'm going to watch that tonight if it's on on demand. Do you have Showtime? Yes. Pretty sure it's on Showtime. 
I'll watch it tonight because I always like to see young Jack Nicholson. <laughs> what? Why are you Christian gonna, Slater? He is literally. Oh, Jack oh, oh, gotcha. Understood. Sorry. Like, it, he I was like, you know, Jack's not in that one, right? And you're like, dude, it's kind of weird, though. Like, was he trying to do that? Yes, I think that. I think sometimes people take on the affect of people just for the sake of, hey, I can Don't do it. Don't you think? Because it was almost strange. Well, it was probably the most prominent in Heathers. I never saw Heathers. Oh, you want to see young Jack Nicholson? <laughs> Watch Heathers. That is the movie. When I met him back at WonderCon, he did have a little touch of that. I got to check this. Oh, that's right. You did meet him. He did you? have a little bit of that Jack Nicholson. I think it's just part of him. But yes, I know exactly what you mean when you say young Jack Nicholson. Oh, so, so if you, in your top three, I'm going to guess. Oh, let me see how well I know Dan. For Tarantino, Tarantino. movies? Okay. I'm going to go top three in Dan's brain. Got Directed. It. Got it. I already know number one. Mm-hmm. It's, it's. Uh, You're right. Yes, it is. Yeah, Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Number two, this is where things get tricky. See, I'm thinking in my brain, it goes inglorious. Like, cakewalk, no problem. But you're Dan, though. And so there might be like, aha. Aha. <laughs> so Fooled you. Thought, um, it has to be in Glorious Bastards. It's up right? there. It's not number two? No. What's number two? Now I got to think about it. <laughs> um, it's number two. It's in my head. I'm just trying to think of the title and I just completely spaced right Damn, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. It. I know. What is it? Well, you you did guess, to be fair, but take another guess. It's not Inglorious. It's not Django. It's Django. I love Django. You like Django Django like that? I really liked it a lot, yeah. I thought Jamie Foxx was doper and shit in that movie. Here's the thing. Even movies I don't like from him, if I say I don't like Django, right? Yeah. yeah. And someone was like, yeah, it sucked. I'd be like, calm down. What I'm saying is, in his pantheon, it's the worst in... It still is better than 90% of movies outside of Tarantino's thing. You can't compare. Django is better than so many other movies. Now, what, hey, what about Kill Bill? I hated. I'm saying comparatively to other movies, I could not stand Kill Bill. Either of them? No. Was it Uma? Um, no, I just didn't like the movie. I think he was trying something that I don't think he's good at. I was like, this isn't your thing. Like, your thing, in my opinion, I think he's just, like him and Kevin Smith, they're good at dialogue. That's their gift. Yeah. And he didn't really do, he did fun dialogue in Kill Bill, but I just think it was interrupted by the stuff he was trying to do. I didn't like it. And I get why people loved it. I get it. Have a ball. I watched it, both of them back to back. And I was like, it was fine. I like the Kill Bill movies, but I wouldn't say... Before you die, the top five no. movies you have to watch. You know, it's not like that. But I know I liked them. I walked out of very rarely have I had an experience like walking out of Inglorious Bastards. That was just I was like, insane. Oh my god! And then you take the spin so of the story where they go with it, how they flip fiction, dude. It gets pretty crazy, dude. But and I- then when he said this might be my masterpiece, and it goes off, I said Tarantino. I thought he should stop right there. That's where you end. Where it's just like, in my opinion, this might be my masterpiece. Well, what Dude, are your thoughts on the new one coming end. out? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so you just don't like Quentin Tarantino, is what you're saying. I love Tarantino. I thought you didn't. I know we were just talking about the movies you liked and everything, but I thought 
you weren't big on the man his, Quentin Tarantino. It's his. It's his. It's Tarantino. Yeah, I don't like that's Tarantino. what I'm getting at. You don't like him. <laughs> like yeah, you really don't. His movies <laughs> are just amazing. Just amazing. And I think once upon a time in Hollywood, I'm gonna walk out and be like, I didn't like it. And someone's gonna be like, oh, so compared, we cannot compare his movies to regular movies. Because I think even his worst movie is better than most regular movies. So why didn't you like Pulp Fiction? Um, I saw it when I was 17. Was it 95 or 96? Oh, man. I think it was like 94. I have to go 95. Or is it 94? Maybe even 93. Oh, no, 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 no. no. That's not true. I'll tell you right now. 94. Okay. I That means I saw it when I was 15. Or no, 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 16. I was 16. I walked in, left, and didn't know what the hell I watched. I said, what the crap does that mean? What's so hard to grasp about it, though? Um, I didn't, I wasn't quite used to the whole messing with time. And so when I saw it again, I knew what was coming. And I was like, oh, they messed with the, okay. And I just didn't like it. Maybe I like that movie so much because it was the one of the very few times I walked into a movie, at least at that point, and... I had the exact opposite reaction. I walked out very much like, you know, what the fuck did I just watch? But in a good way. Oh, like I had, I just remember driving. We were, what we do right after that. I remember that day. Not that anyone gives a shit, but I think we were like, it was Halloween time, like October oh. area. And we were looking for pumpkins or something. I just remember walking through different pumpkin patches and going, yeah, but the fucking gimp and, and, you know, and, and the, yeah. the Vincent Vega timeline thing and all that, that I really enjoyed it. But Quentin does a thing with movies. I don't know if you'll agree with me or not. He makes bad female characters. Oh, in yeah. a lot of his movies, not all of them, oh, but yeah. a lot of them. I mean, Jackie Brown's an exception, but uh, whew, Butch's girlfriend in that movie. Butch, you want blueberry pancakes? That shit. Ugh, I hated her. And then we we saw a little bit into Quentin Tarantino's foot fetish. Yeah, dude. With Uma. He's loved her. He yeah. loved those big old cross-country skis. Girl's got some big feet. Remember when she came out against him strong? She Remember she was like, a, I mean, he put her in a in a terrible situation. Refresh my memory. I'm sure I remember this, but it's not happening right now. Okay, there we go. Okay, it says, Uma detailed a stunt gone wrong on the set of Kill Bill, one that found her behind the wheel of an unsafe vehicle. Despite asking train stunt for her to take the wheel, Director Quentin Tarantino allegedly coerced her into performing the stunt herself. Oh, which yeah. Led to a, yeah, well, that permanently, permanently damaged her. And she said, that was him. And I said, that's a guy that just doesn't know. He knows that he throws his... But again, remember, he was around Harvey a lot. So it was probably one of those things where like, well, he, you know, he seems to throw his weight around a little something. I can do what I want to do. And Harvey gave... Didn't remember when he had like the... He had like the the keys to Miramax, dude. Yeah. Quentin had the keys to Miramax. And so it was like, look, just do the stunt. And my thing is, like Uma says, she's like, a stunt person could have just done it. Now, mind you, it does make a difference when you actually see the actors in the car. But damn, dog. <laughs> I mean, it messed up her neck forever. That's pretty fucked That's up. That's <laughs> crazy. Now, Quentin did come back and say, my bad. Well, that makes it better. Bad. Yeah, but her neck is jacked. And I was like, oh, yeah, crashes will mess your neck up. Taking a Even page from a the Weinstein set. handbook. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that situation was ugly. But again, like you said, he does have a problem with writing. Like, except for Jackie Brown, 
What good female character has he written? I liked Homegirl in um in uh in Glorious Bastards, but again, I so so you're you still have to give me your top three. Okay. Pulp Fiction, Django Unchained, and it has to be Glorious, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Inglorious. I am foggy as shit, Steve. I'm so sorry, but yes. No, right. no worries. No worries. No, we're, we're gonna. This is gonna be a chill up. No, Fuck you've had it. No, it's fine. You've been sick yeah. on an episode before. I'm not sick. Yeah. I just feel foggy, so I'm a little bit spacey today. But that's okay. I'm having a good time. You're, you're spacey often. That's not very nice. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am very, I'm very, very sorry. Okay. Uh, before we get into what we've been watching, we have been talked. We have got hit up by my boy. Okay, number one. I don't believe Nana is your real name. I don't think that's your real name, Pratt. Your name might be Ace. Ace Freely. Ace Freely. You see how I did that, Dan? Yeah. I know I know the member. Oh, do I know the members of KISS? No, I don't. Never mind. That's okay. Just, you don't either. Yes, I do. Go. Oh, come on. Here we go. Tangent please, City. Please. Gene please. Simmons, Paul Stanley, Peter, Chris, and Ace Freely. Okay. So anyway, I don't believe that's your real name. <laughs> <laughs> that was a quick shut up, Steve, right there. Um, I don't believe that's your real name, but it might be, Nana. It just makes me feel because I called my grandmother Nana, so it's weird to call him Grandma Pratt. But anyway, he's just making fun he of a man's name, a, huh? You're just making fun of a man's name. I, I just think that he should tell me his real name. What do you I think it's like? Cool like that, Curtis or something? I thought we was bruvs. <laughs> I think his name is Cameron. You know, <laughs> you know, being honest with me, bruv. <laughs> I'm not gonna even try. Taking the I'm piss, mate. I'm not gonna try because <laughs> I sound terrible trying to do the Boyega. So um, he asks, he's like, what's my view, our view on the Cardi B situation? Oh, okay. So um, if, for those of you who don't know, Cardi B did an Instagram post and she talked about, talked about the fact that she used to drug and rob men. She would drug them, uh, do the hotel room thing, and then rob them without having sex with them. Making that clear. That ain't even right. It's not right. And people have been coming out and saying, hey, it's not right. She did apologize and say, look, it was stupid. It was dumb. And I'm like, yeah, it was dumb. It was stupid. But here's where my issue comes in, Dan. Okay. The men coming out and being like, see, there's me too with dudes too. Well, let's not get ridiculous now. <laughs> Slow it that's down, what gentlemen. The dudes are and I'm like, the only way you think that that's true is if you think robbing a man of his possessions is the same as a woman's sexuality. Yeah, robbing women of their body. Yeah, that's a possession. She he took she took my wallet. It's the same as me taking her sex. Or simply put, it's theft versus rape. Yes, and they think, "See? Same thing." I'm just like, "Oh, you got you guys could have just said, "Hey, yeah, that's jacked up. She shouldn't have done it. She came out and apologized." And mind you, I think it's terrible to drug somebody and you don't know what, like, literally, I, I took their money. That's terrible. But it's not the same as being raped when you're unconscious. What was it's it? Not. She was a stripper, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. And, and that's, my, that's generally my thought. What do you think? Do you think, I almost am assuming it's pretty much the same for Dan. Yeah, we've just said it. Yeah. It's theft versus rape. It's that's not it. the same thing. It doesn't de-victimize the men in those situations. Thank notice, you, notice yeah. I said the men in those situations because it's yes. not like it's a blanket statement. The whole me too for men thing. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Thank you, Dan. That's a, 
That and the thing is, right there. Normally, I go on, but I'm worried I'm gonna mess it up. Yeah, let's let's right quit while we're ahead. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we just said that's what we believe. <laughs> yeah. Now, I will it's say though, and I, again, and, and before I like ruin that whole thing you just said, let me ask you this question before I say anything yes. because I'm ignorant yes. to the situation. Um, are they pursuing any kind of legal action with this? Because it seems to me from someone that's just seen it from the outside, in other words, Twitter, because really that's the only place I've seen it. Are they paying attention to the thing? Are they, are they, are they going to look into the case and see if it's no, worth it prosecution like anything like or that. anything like that? No, she's just saying it happened. It no happened. one came in and be like, hey, yeah. it was me. No. Okay, good. I just didn't know. So I, no. I didn't want to say too much more about it. Yeah, I, like so to be, seen, no. I wanted just, to be informed about it. I just haven't. I've been kind of lazy and I haven't really wanted to. Look into it too And you're much. not too impressed with her rapping ability. I, no. That's understandable. I'm not, I, I just, I, I'm not, I'm not a big Cardi B rapping person. What do you think of her last video, Steve? I do. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Lying son of a bitch. I swear I have not seen it. <laughs> you're so, and the thing is, you're so lying. One, I swear one. Guys, right now, I'm just letting you know that Steve is lying to you right now. I There's swear. no way in hell you haven't seen that video. I Stop swear, it. I, I literally have not. Don't believe you. I'm going to watch it now because I think it's something I like, apparently. So, pause. Break and I watched part of the City Girls video. Yeah, that's just to correct. It wasn't. It's featuring Cardi B, but it's City Girls, and uh, it's it's called Twerk. (laughs) Man, Steve, thoughts, dude. Look, okay. The thing is, I think she's, and I don't know if it's cosmetic surgery or what. I think there's definitely some of that going on. She's made the most improvement in the last three years visually. Like she has just. She's hot. She's pretty, and she used to, like, when she was on a reality show, she wasn't, I was like, whatever. She just did a, I mean, and here's the thing, though. She's hard not to like. Like, when I see her on interviews, she is just personable. I'm not saying I'm not entertained by her. I'm just saying I don't really care for her music. No, her rapping is. And, dude, I promise, Shannon, our music day is coming. It's a foot. (laughs) It is a foot. Dude, I was. It's going to happen. I was actually filmed before. I don't want to get off Cardi B. Uh, I right. Did you hear I what I said there? Yeah, I didn't mean that, but that's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. No, I was sitting around last night, speaking of the music thing, and uh, I was listening to a lot of 80s music. I was essentially DJing at my house. Not really DJing. I was just fucking with my phone, but playing 80s songs. And when I say 80s songs, I'm talking about the shit I used to listen to, like um, kind of like the new wave stuff. Mm-hmm. How into new wave are you or were you or do you have any reference point? I have zero reference point. There's just so many good songs, dude, back then. Um, Can you name some? Yeah, I was playing a shit ton of them last night. Like, uh, let's see. I'm getting the old playlist here. Like, I was playing everything from the Go-Go's to New Order to, and stop me if you know any of these. Uh, What else were we playing? Uh, Psychedelic Furs, playing some (laughs) Scandal. You're making up words. Playing, you know, uh, what else? <laughs> Little Duran Duran. There's a familiar. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I know Duran Duran. Yeah, what else? Uh, In Excess was another I great know, one. I listened to them last night. And I'm not necessarily calling them New Wave, but that 
era of music is what I'm getting at. Blow Monkeys was one of them. Who else? Is that a Oh, and by the way, I played, I was barbecuing yesterday, and I, I'm just going to say it. I put on Wham's first album, G. It's good, dude. I take back. I, I don't think I said anything too badly about it. You never did. But I'll tell you one thing. I didn't appreciate it for, there's a couple garbage songs on there, but there are some, there's some beasts hits, on that. Here's the thing. Everything His she wants, song, G. Come on. I know that's that like one of the big ones. Has one of the meanest lines in music history. What? And now you tell me that you're having my baby? And I'll, t- I'll tell you I'll that tell I you love that you if you want yeah, me to. I'll tell you that I'm happy Gee, if you want me that to. That is so jacked up. But you know what else it has? Oh, I can't wait. It has this intro. Oh, dude. Like, dude. This song. I'm sorry. The beginning ad lib, the falsetto, is killing. But I love the bass line in this. Do, 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 do. Talk about yum. He was in his bag. Seriously, oh, let's just play a little. He bit. was in his bag, singing his ass off to Listen to this. Somebody told me well, everything she wants is everything she sees. That's right, I can sing just like it. The jam and I don't care right now. If you're like, turn this off, you, sir or ma'am, can go fuck yourself. This song is fantastic. It's a great song, dude. Should we just give it the? Let's give it one, one chorus. All right. For sure. Here we go. Come on. Gee. If you're wondering why the song sounded so much better, it's because I was singing in the background. Here's the thing. This CD alone, Make It Big, had Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go, Everything She Wants, Freedom, and Careless Whisper on it. And then later on, they did Last Christmas. We were having a conversation about George Michael, and you were like, no, Freedom was Wham!, and obviously you're right, but what I was thinking was the freedom. freedom is that what it is? That's called Freedom Night. Yeah, okay, whatever. But yeah. that's what I was thinking. That's a great song. Yeah. That's I, I have given I some new appreciation to George Michael, man, because quite honestly, I wasn't it wasn't that I wasn't a fan. I was just like, Yeah, that's cool. I respect your opinion. But I since the conversation I dove into Wham a little bit too. Dude, you're right, incredible. man. They're a writing machine. And mind you, mind you, he left Wham. He did. They did a goodbye concert at Wembley. Remember when Wembley was like a big thing? Yes. They did a goodbye concert at Wembley. He writes Faith entirely by himself. That is crazy at that age. Like, and then he puts the in the beginning of Faith, he puts an organ version of I Don't Want Your Freedom, the freedom song, mm-hmm. and then goes right into Faith, as in saying, you know that Wham stuff? It's over. And goes right into boom, going to go. Gee, the dude was a beast, man. He was so good. Okay, now we're going down a path. <laughs> he, he was so good. Man. So much for what we've been watching this week, ladies and gentlemen. And then, oh, and you got to listen to "You Have Been Loved" too. But that's uh, that's an off the record thing. You got to listen to it at because um, you're gonna cry. Hey, this I'm gonna play a song for you right now. It's something I played last night. No, I'm not saying it's the best song. Okay, 
But you you love a good. I love that. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is like, I don't want you. I don't want you. I'm not coming from the standpoint of this is one of the best songs ever. And I'm trying to prove that to you. What I'm asking is you're a fan of a good hook, right? Love a good hook. All right. What do you think of this hook? Have you ever heard the song? No. Oh, well, then that's I'm actually just talking about the saxophone part. But if you haven't heard it, it hasn't. I'll just stop. Let's do another one. Because uh, if it hasn't like marinated with you for a while, then you wouldn't appreciate it is what I'm getting at. But that's quarter flash. Hard in my heart. And I love that. I think, fucking... I think you're making stuff up. <laughs> I swear. All right. Well, this is why. OK, getting back before I get too random with it. I was sitting around last night and I was thinking, man, we should really do like a good 80s show. Oh, dude. I love 80s music. But the thing is, and it doesn't mean that we can't. It's just that I think what we love about the 80s is a lot different. Like, I think there's a lot of songs you haven't heard that I love. And I don't know if you can appreciate them. Um, I think we could find a way to do a like what we I, I, I imagine what we would probably do mm-hmm. is do a bunch of like, say we had a a music show, you would say this show, we're going to do eighties, this, yeah. and this show, we're going to do eighties, this, and then go into the nineties, two thousand, whatever. But if we do like one show for eighties, new wave, you would send me a playlist. You say, Hey, check out these songs. And then you'd be able to tell me from a listener's point of view that you've known all these years, uh-huh. what you, and then I can tell you from someone who just listened, like my Foo Fighters opinion Foo was Fighters. different from yours because I just, I hey, know <laughs> because I just started listening. So I was like, Here's what I got from it. This. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, I've been there, got the T-shirt. But it's fun to hear someone who just got in. So you would just say, hey, listen to these 40 or 50 songs, which I have more than enough time at home. You know, you already know at work to listen to. But like, listen to these songs and come and we'll just do the um, the 80s New Wave show. OK, because honestly, that's what I was thinking of doing literally last night. I was like, oh, I should just send this one to him. Hey, check this you out. You totally should have. In all fairness, and I'm not bagging on you. How many times on this show alone, this episode alone, have you said, oh, yeah, you told me to watch it, but I didn't watch it. Or you told but me how to. how many times, what music have I done? That I understand that's true. To be fair, yeah. that is true. Music out all, like. What I'm saying is. How many CDs you gave me of that? And I listened to all of you're them. You're 100. You know, you even listen to Coheed and Cambria. You're right. Yes, because that's my thing. But you can understand like, my apprehension, my though, right? Like just on a, the initial apprehension of, oh, he probably won't listen to it. Right? Totally. Okay. Oh, I totally get it. But when you say I need you to listen to this because music is my thing. And the thing is, I'll always find some. The only thing I won't find good is death metal. I'll never find anything good in that because it's just not my thing. I hear you. But you show me Coheed and Cambria. As soon as I turned it on, I said, why? would?" Of course, they're good musicians from jump. They're better musicians. Musicians. Oh, man. I'm. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was about to do some strong thing right there. G. OK, they're better musicians than the Free Fighters. It's just. Um, Foo Fighters is in a different different thing. They don't try to do anything crazy different. They just like, let's make catchy songs and do that thing. Coheed and Caper is like, no, we like making songs that we like. If you like it, congratulations. Yeah, come along. If not, <laughs> exactly. See you later. Whereas Foo Fighters are like, hey, you guys like this song that we wrote for you to like, you know, and that totally is cool. That's totally cool. But it's weird that they did that when when Kurt Cobain didn't. He did not do that. And it's weird that, uh, uh, you know, Homeboy came out of that and did exactly the opposite of what Kurt Cobain did. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, I think Kurt Cobain would hate Dave Grohl. Oh, snap. 
I think no. Kurt Cobain would hate What would have happened? Could they have oh, become enemies? Damn. Yeah. Like, I know Dave Grohl would probably guy. say, no, he was my brother. But they also haven't talked to each other very much over the last yeah. couple of decades. If he, if he saw what Dave Grohl had become, he's literally what he hated. The opposite of what Nirvana totally. was. Mm, totally. That's tasty and delicious. I like it that. <laughs> I, I like that. Because listening to Nirvana, you could tell Kurt Cobain was like, I like this, just like Elton John, Kurt Cobain, all these dudes that were very individual. Um, like uh, they loved a style and wrote in a style that yeah. happened to coincide with what was going to be popular. <clears throat> it just happened that way. Right. And but Dave Grohl was like, what will people listen to? And he wrote that. That's not what. And that's OK, because let me tell you something. There's not many better than Dave Grohl right now that can write something that's going to tickle your ears and be like, oh, that's fun. Tickle your fancy. Yes. And for our age group, I'm saying like in the 40s and above, Dave Grohl knows how to write songs for us. That's just what he does. And then again, he's been writing them so for us. He's been why? writing them for just Exactly. But you know what? I'm about to I'm about to throw a curveball, Dan. What's up? I have an 80s quiz for you since we're in the 80s situation. Are we just talking about the 80s in general? Yes. No. The I'm decade? I'm going to do the full quiz. Only, I'm just only going to do the, the song part. Oh, song stuff. Okay, sure. That's it. Why not? I won't even do the movies. Do you have to pull it up? I already got it. Oh, well, hell. I'm impressed. Go ahead. All right. So this is a game in which I, Steve Hudson, turn common titles into something way more complicated than necessary. And this game is called Shakespeare the Title. Ooh. Okay. Remember this. Yes. Steve okay. finally got it out of the archive. So, for instance, this 80s song, if I called it William Pantaloons, what would that be? William Pantaloons? Mm-hmm. Is, okay, uh, real quick. Is it a song or... A, it's a song. It's a song. Okay, okay, okay. Song title. Okay, okay. Oh, Billy Jean. Billy. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so I just, I didn't go. know if we were talking about artists or what, so I'm with you now. I'm on it. Okay, here we go. The next one. Vault. Hmm. And it's as in like a, not like a vault as in, um, not something you open, but lifting yourself off the ground. Oh, okay. Thanks. Jump. Yep. Abandon nocturnal thoughts and enter my horseless carriage. Tell me if you need enter a my Abandon my nocturnal thoughts. Mm-hmm. And enter my horseless carriage. Can I get a hint? Billy Ocean. Uh, okay, Billy Ocean. I know. Yeah. Caribbean Queen. I know. Uh-huh. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. Uh huh. And oh my god, <laughs> I fucking know this too. I know it. Can <laughs> I? Can do. I? Do you mind if I look at the Billy Ocean songs? Yes. Okay, because this is just a matter of recollection as opposed to like I can totally figure this one. Yes. Out. I know it. All right, this is fun. Let's see. No, not Bucky Oaken. What the hell? Billy. I hate iPhones sometimes, man. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> say, 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 say it again. <laughs> Abandon nocturnal thoughts and enter my horse's carriage. Get out. Of <laughs> get out of my dreams and get into my car. Damn it. That's good. <laughs> Abandon my, <laughs> abandon my nocturnal dreams. Whatever he said. 
Yeah. Get into my horseless carriage. <laughs> Billy Ocean was dope. Dude, he was great. Boom, 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 um, boom, 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 boom. See, that's boom, a boom, great boom. song, dude. Hell yeah, it is. That's why I was doing it. And there's it. a, I mean, I made so many of these. It's ridiculous. <laughs> more, it's ridiculous. more, please. All right. Bello. Shout. That's it. Gee, you're killing me. Tears dude. for fears. Yep. All right. Ravenous in comparison to Canis Lupus. <laughs> oh, wow. Hold on. I just have to break Look that one Canis down. Canis Lupus. That's okay. probably going to help. That you. would probably help. C A N I S L U P U S. Okay. Ravenous Play along at home, comparison. guys. Canis. There it is. Ravenous in comparison to the Canis Lupus. <laughs> Hungry like the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> you man, you have too much time on your hands. I love it. <laughs> I know, I know, Jay. Shoot. More, right, now, more. This, this is a bonus one that's very, very difficult. Okay. And you can look up one of these words. Okay. Okay, ready? Yes. One of them you're gonna get. Okay. The lacrimation of Columbus Day. You can look up one of these words. You want to look up lacrimation or Columbus Day? You're probably going to want to look up Columba Day. Yeah, that's not helping me at all. Let's okay, see. so C-O-L-U-M-B-I-D-A-E. Oh, I was thinking like Columbus Day? <laughs> no, Columba Day. L, so C-L-O-L-U-M-B-I-D-A-E. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it sounds like. Yep, it. I like that. All right, now do you want to get into movies? Oh, you're done? No more? No, I don't have any more 80s uh, music. Steven. I have 80s movies. Hit me up one time. One time. This is only going to be one. One All time right, for your um, mind. Okay. Bouldered. Bouldered? Bouldered. And this is not just 80s. This is for all, all time. Oh, okay. Bouldered. Stoned? I don't know. Uh... Bouldered. This road is bouldered. I don't know. This one's not as fun. <laughs> uh, Rocky. Oh, I was gonna say. I swear to God, I was gonna say Rocky, but but bol- Oh, <laughs> it's Rocky. as in like an adjective. Yes. Yeah. See, I was. I didn't think that way. Dude, you killed the dude. You killed the eighty stuff. It don't even matter. Why do I say I was gonna say it if I didn't say it? But I was. You. You totally should have. Now. Um, Gee, one more song real quick here, because I'm having fun. Did you Do you remember Patti Smythe? Smythe? Do you remember the song The Warrior? I am the warrior. Yeah. Yeah. So do you know who she is, like, outside of that song? No. What are your thoughts on this one real quick? What did she say before I'm the warrior? It feels like a ball of fire. Okay. This is 80s at its finest. Oh, dude. Picture the white guy dance. I, I'm picturing you doing that dance. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> oh, shit. Everyone knows this song, Steven. Oh, snap. Hold I on. I'm, I'm still dancing. It's a good song. Uh, 
Okay, I'm back. Isn't that good shit? That's a really good song. Like I wouldn't put it in the in the in the in the classic song. Doesn't need to be. You're always having to put it somewhere. Like I'm just telling you, it's a great song. You need to calm a down song? a little bit, Hudson. Is it great? It's great. But okay, I've heard now, it a million times. Are you first of all, what do you would you say that if a song would you put it in the pantheon of great songs? It's one of my favorite 80s songs. So it's up there with Careless Whispers. Uh, it surpasses Careless Whispers, in like, my opinion. Well, not yeah, like totally. globally. Oh, I didn't know that. Goodbye to you, huh? It's a great song, man. It's a good. I hit mean, me with I an love, 80, I, Hit I, me with an eighty song, dude. Uh oh, you don't want me to do that. Is man. it bad if we don't talk about movies today? We only have like no, half an hour no. left. Let's not. Okay, here we go. Check this out. Okay. How about um? And you don't have to play this, but this song is one of the ones where I'm just like, it used to just touch my way little heart. Okay. Come on. Come on, eh? Um, it's called, and I don't know who sings it. Um, oh, 38 Special. <sighs> second Chance. Okay, Second Chance. Yes. All right, here we go. How oh. about this song, Jake? Let me put my hand in your pants. This heart <laughs> needs second chance. That's the jam right there. You go to the dentist a lot, G? I don't. Sounds like you do. <laughs> I like 38 Special, but can I play you what I like from 38 Special? Yeah, All right, hold on. Get out of here with a second chance. That's a good song! No, it's a good song. I'm just kidding with you. Hold on. <laughs> this is fun. I have a question to ask you as soon as you're done with this. Please. Oh, no, I was going to ask you, can you name one song from the Jets? Um, damn it, I can't. If you do this, I'm literally going to be like, Dan wins. No, I could, I could probably sing the song for you. I'm just trying to remember real quick. From the Jets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Seriously. I'm looking for one thing, but... Come on, G. I could, I could actually stop with the whole 38 special thing if you want to get into the Jets. Yeah. But you can't look, though. You have to just recall a song from the Jets. Okay, I can. You, no! I don't believe that, Dan. Well, I can either look it up for you, or I can just sing it. Just, or I can just tell just you. You sing found it. out. I got a crush oh on you. Oh, my God, you did it. And I know there's more. Are you kidding me right now? How no. do you know the Jets? Because, I I don't know. Oh, there's you another. I think they actually have a song I... I think it was a jam, if I'm not mistaken. Rocket to you. Uh, Remember that song? Rocket no, it was like a you? slow song. Don't tell me the name of it. Oh, okay. Because oh, it's a. They were good, dude, and they're from Hawaii. I'm just gonna play it real quick. Okay. This is fun. There it is. First one, crush on you. Look at that. Okay, here we go. This is the one I remember, <laughs> and I could probably sing it once I I get it. Oh, I can't. Once wait I hear this. it, I'm not going to. I'm just saying. Oh, you're weak. Oh. You got it all? Mm-hmm. Trying to remember the chorus to this one. Oh, let it go. Let it go. Because I want to hear you remember it. It's going to give you tingles. Ooh. Oh, come on. That's 80s, baby. <laughs> it's a part of the 80s. I, yeah, there we go. Yeah.
This is a great song. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm playing it, Steve. Right now. Don't you know, right? That's the one, right? Not yes. there, of course. And it goes to the chorus. It's a jam right there. That's, that's baby making music. 80s music is the best, bro. There's no comparison except mine. Yo, were you born in the 80s? This is why. G. Don't you know, don't you know, you got it on the Just you. you must have been heaven sent hearing me call you and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here though. This is such a good song. And you're more than he's got. Look what I got. Cause you got it all. Steve. <laughs> over here. Hey yo, what'd she get all over him though? Oh! <laughs> that's the jam yep Gee, that was such a good song that's a jam hit me with another one steven sorry guys okay, no movies today no, this is a i'm gonna i don't think that you i'm not even sorry name, about it could you name a debarge song yes dan how do you know so much music when it feels like the oh world is on your shoulders well yeah that's a gimme that's a gimme give me another one um you can't do who's Jeffy can i look John. at the titles Yes. Okay, hold on. And it has to be DeBarge the group. Because I, I already have it, I think. You Not, know the same woman that wrote that song wrote Don't Want to Miss a Thing? That's why I don't like her. No, I'm just kidding. Hold on. I love that song. All right, People here we go. I hate that Aerosmith song. Not, hashtag not my Aerosmith. Gee, that's a great song. Here we go. You want me just to play it or you want me to sing it? I want you to sing it. And all this love is waiting for you, my baby, my sugar. All this love is waiting for you. Gee, you know all this love? Hells yeah. What else you got? How? I'm sorry. These people have to hear me sing, but actually, again, I'm not sorry. How do you know that song? I have greatly underestimated. And by the way, Rhythm of the Night was DeBarge. It was the whole group? Yeah. So, I think they have it on the best of, but it's technically a DeBarge don't, song. Don't, don't. That's a great song. <laughs> Gee. I must get crazy. I must get to the disco show. <laughs> this is a great song. What it is, bro? When it feels like the world See, that's is a great song. And all of the madness has got you going crazy. Come on now. Gee. Here's the pickup line forever. Like, this is the best ever right here. I know a place where we can dance the whole night away. Underneath electric stars. That's actually a very clever line. Just come with me and we can shake it loose right away. Come on. Come on, G. I'm sorry that you have to hear me sing. Mm. That's such a good song, dude. These are great songs. All right, songs. Dan. Since you're doing the best right now, uh-huh. I'm going to challenge you yet again. Okay. Give me seven Huey Lewis and the News songs. Ooh, just so happens. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday while we were barbecuing, I played the greatest hits of Huey Lewis. 
I don't think you can name seven. <clears throat> off the top of my head. All right, here we go. Off the top of the dome. All right. Uh, let me go all the way back. Let me take it back mm. to you. Okay. Do you believe in love? Okay. There's lots of love going on here. Power of love. That's a good one. Back in time. Oh, you did. If back this in is time. it, that's it. I want a new drug. Uh huh. Um, Ooh, now it gets fun. Walking on a thin line. Never heard that one, have you? I have never heard and that song before. Did I say Heart of Rock and Roll already? No. And Heart of Rock and Roll. I did yeah, not there know you go. There's your seven seen. songs. Huey was I good, dude. Huey, like I was telling Gail, like, there, you know what? Sometimes you just got to play some Huey. And she's like, I totally agree. And then about seven songs in, I'm like, you know what? Then you get tired of Huey. <laughs> you don't want to listen to he had, It's almost like he had a... Like, he had his trick, and he just kept on doing his trick. And it works, dude. It works, and I love listening. Like, there are certain times I'm like, hey, there's Huey, like, in the store. And I will wait in the store until Huey goes. I'm like, oh, this is a fun song. Hey, what are your like, what are your thoughts on his uh, cover of Cruisin' with Gwyneth Paltrow? I did not like it. Yeah, I didn't either. The best Cruisin' cover is D'Angelo. Ooh, I never even heard that one before. That's the best cruising cover. And there's never going to be another one. There's not going to be another one better. And so when I saw that, I had already heard D'Angelo's cover of cruising. What are your thoughts on if this is it? I love if this is it. It's so good. What was the song that he did for nothing but trouble? Oh God. I don't know. Oh, doing it all for my baby. Oh yeah. I don't think I would have got, I remember it, but I wouldn't have guessed that one when we was out of the seven that I gave you that didn't pop through my head at all. I love doing it all for my bit. I love that song. All those, yeah, all those great, amazing. And the thing is, it's almost like when the nineties hit, it was almost like 12 o'clock midnight, 90, 1990 music changed. Yeah. There was no holdover. Like what? I, I remember Duran Duran had a song, um, when did they come out with Personal Jesus? <laughs> Never. That wasn't Duran Duran? No, sir. Who was that? That was Depeche Mode. I mean, they're kind of the same. Do, down to, no, they're not at all, but... What did they come out with in the 90s? Who are we talking Duran about? Depeche. Duran. Oh, uh, in the 90s, I kind of fell off a little bit, but the one song that I really liked from them in the 90s was Ordinary World. Oh. It was a ballad. Oh, but it wasn't, you know it wasn't what I would say. Like, that's the best Duran Duran. Have you heard Ordinary World? I have not heard. You'll know this riff. Listen. Dude, you've never no. heard this. Maybe never you heard. don't go to the dentist office. Yeah. Anyway. Go to the chorus. All right. No. Yeah. I don't even want to play it because it's not my favorite Duran Duran, but. I'll show you what is my favorite Duran Duran. Oh, what about A View to a Kill? Did you like that song? Never heard that song. The only song I know from Duran Duran is, uh, I mean, other than the obvious hits, mm-hmm. the main one was Reflex. Uh, that's the one that I had on. There's so much better than that, though. I think that's only because now Rogers, I think he knew that this is going to become an earworm for people. He knew how to make an earworm and it worked.
I want my MTV. This is Duran Duran. That is so Never? Never. Oh. Isn't that shit? You're just at a club. You got like a glass of red wine in one hand. You got like a pirate shirt on and shit. You're just kind of like swinging back and forth a little bit. Hello. Well, for me, I think I would be doing the Knife the Rock or something. Are you all right? Hello there. You all right? I'm all right. Fancy a fuck, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Easy, huh? Right here. This is it. This is Duran Duran. This is the good shit right here. Planet Earth, baby. Can you hear me now? This is Planet Earth. That's the shit, my man. Yeah, sorry. So abruptly really? cut. Oh yeah. That's the, that was the jam for Duran Duran. Fans? That no, there's a lot more. But are, are we going to go a dedicated Duran Duran show here? What I say we. I say we like jump around the '80s stuff. a little bit. I'm going to make you the sickest playlist, Steve. Yes, I promise That's you. That's what you got to do. I was literally thinking about doing that yesterday. They all blend in together, like Duran Duran. Okay, dude. Speaking of these people that blend in together, uh-huh. we're not on new wave, obviously, but we're just now we're just in the '80s. But I think most people probably know that. Did you see that, that that clip of that guy from The Cure? That was so funny. Hi, guys. Oh, thank you. Hey, how are you? I'm Carrie. It's so nice to meet you. Hi. Congratulations, The Cure Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees 2019. Are you as excited as I am? Um, by the sounds of it, no. I thought, I thought it, here's what it struck, because I don't know The Cure. I thought <laughs> Robert he was a Smith. I, he, I was he was a total, total douche. douche. He totally was a douche. Robert I hated Smith. That. I, and I like, thought it was hilarious. Look how cool he is. I'm like, <laughs> he is gross. Dude. No, don't get me wrong. When he did it, I'm like, you fucking douche. But I still thought it was funny because Robert Smith is that guy. He's just a, he's he's bored all the time. Ugh. And he still dresses like he was, like, dude, it's over. The Cure was awesome. I know, but now dress normal. Did you like The Cure? No. <sighs> And I actually heard that there were not they were not impressive to me because in my in my high school, they tried to get me into them. And I'm like, oh, now looking back, the reason I didn't like him is because it's exactly what I thought they'd sound like. Mm, because I, they, I saw the cover of the CD and I was like, I think they're going to sound like this. And they did. I won't argue I like, for them, but I think that you're kind of hitting that from a and no offense on the word, kind of an ignorant standpoint, because they got a lot of great songs. But I can totally see you. I know you're the kind of guy where it's like, if you piss me off. I'm done. <laughs> no, because Duran Duran, I, I thought they were going to sound a certain way, mm-hmm. and they actually didn't. <laughs> I was like, hey, this is interesting stuff. What I just it's, played or just Duran Duran no, in general? No, like the hits I've heard from them, yeah. I'm like, I get that. Uh-huh. That I get. I, even if I didn't like their style, I'm yeah. like, I totally get why people would be like, this young crew is doing some interesting stuff. The Cure wasn't that for me at all. I was like, yeah, they're not, for me, they weren't, maybe they were in the time. They weren't like, Oh, I have got to hear their whole... No, not even close. Okay, well, I'm going to put some Cure songs on there for you. Please do. I, I And the thing is, I would love to be proven wrong, actually. I would actually adore being proven wrong. I think that, uh, like, would New Wave be considered homeboy that sung um, You Spin Me Round? Yeah, maybe someone would correct me on that, but I would consider that, yes. Dead or Alive? That's New Wave. To me. But there's way, it goes way... 
it's kind of like mainstream new wave because it was a radio yeah. hit and stuff. But there are other bands like Haircut 100 and all kinds of shit, dude. Like just you can go really deep into the 80s music. Did they call themselves New Wave or did you, like the fans name? I think it would be like if they were and I'm just making this up, of course, but I think if they were talking about it on, say, MTV, they yeah. would probably consider it New Wave. OK, what? who's Blue Oyster Cult? <laughs> That's so far opposite. But the Is song you would new? know. Oh, it's not new no, no, no. Uh, Don't Fear the Reaper. I thought they were a new wave group. No. Because it sounds like a new wave uh, meme of a group. No. No? Uh, no. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> you know what's funny? I watched this week, uh, I watched the uh, concert of ELO. Oh yeah, Wembley Stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They That's... didn't do. They didn't do. Uh, from what I saw, they didn't do. Um, Strange Magic, and they didn't do. Um. Um. Uh, Mr. Blue Sky. Man, if I went now to an ELO concert, <laughs> it would be very similar to the Billy Joel experience. I would be super pissed off. Because I was, I wanted to hear those two songs. As did everyone, and Steve. Now every no everyone in the crowd knew every song. Like these were. I didn't know ELO fans were like that. Strange Magic was dope. Okay, I liked, uh, I liked, um, I actually want to, if they had a documentary on them, mm -hmm. on him, yeah. I want to know what made him come up with that music then. That's very strange. Him and then someone at work recently was like, hey man, I know if you listen to music, he's like 50 years old, 55. He's like, you should check out a band called, oh Dan, it's like the Tundra Orchestra. The Polar. Oh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra? There we go. Thank you. <laughs> They're, dude, I've seen those guys in concert. They fucking rule. That's what he said. He said, you would like them. You would. And I was like, we should go, like, Steve. I can tell that you, like, we talk music. He's like, I know you're into soul. I know you're into jazz. All this. He's like, I'm telling you. You would totally appreciate it. You see them. You're going to say, that is a good group. And I was like, I will listen to them. Undeniable. So I'm listen to them tonight. Well, really? But I don't know if... I would say don't listen to them. I mean, oh. go ahead and listen to them, but like I could show you one of their more popular songs because they're very Chris they're Christmas themed. Did you know what? that? Yeah, they tour for no. they do Christmas tours all the time. Oh, that's not my thing. No, like but no, 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 no. And I agree with you. That's why I'm saying don't listen to them. However, if you were to go to a Trans Siberian Orchestra concert, you'd come out like, oh, that was incredible. They, do they sing? Yes, yeah, sometimes. No, mostly it's it's um they do a little bit. But it's mostly instrumental stuff. But then they have this guy that comes out and he, he sounds like Ving Rames. And they'll just be playing this Christmas music and he'll have like a book and he'll be like, Twas the night before Christmas. <laughs> I can't do Ving Rames. <laughs> Dude, you gotta trust me on this. <laughs> you have to trust me. This does not sound like anything I'd be down I I agree with you. And my buddy talked me into going one time. He gave me a free ticket. I'm like, all right, well, shit. It's free. I'll go. It was incredible. You're just going to have to take my word for it. Or don't. I don't care. Try, no, I'm going to. You, every time. But don't listen. listen. Like, if okay, you were just you to play it right listen. now out of context, it's not going to be cool. Okay, never mind. So we should go. Yes. We should. Okay, they come to Fresno every down. year. Do they come? Don't, don't tell me they go to Save Mart. They go to Save Mart. And sell it out. Are you kidding me? Maybe not sell it out, but pretty close. Really? Yeah. Really. Honestly. I didn't know they were that big. They're dude. huge. And it's people of all ages. Do you think ELO could save, sell out Save Mart? Yes, I'd go. You don't, how many? I don't know. I only know two songs. Yeah, I'm not going to front. I don't know that many. But, but their other stuff, I listened to it. I was like, 
You know what? I, it's really catchy, G. I like it. They had a certain thing going on that was only ELO. Only in every song, I'm like, they do the same thing every song, and I'm down. It sounds like one long song. I was like, I'm down with the whole thing. And then they go into some sort of country stuff. But other than that, I really, I, I don't, like, I'm expanding my, ever since Foo Fighters, G. But what are your thoughts I, on Don't Bring Me Down? Don't bring me down. That one. <laughs> don't bring me dun, down. Dun, dun, that? That's ELO. No. Yeah. I like that song. This is ELO all day long. Oh my God. Is it? You got me running, going oh, it is. You know it, right? Yeah. Don't bring don't me bring down. down. Yeah. Oh no, don't bring. Yeah. I'll tell you once more before I get on the floor. Don't bring me down. You know what that sounds like? What's up? Go go back a few a few seconds. That. That. What is it? That, I'll tell you once more. Part. Don't what bring group me does that down. sound like? Um, I'm just guessing you're going to say Queen. Boston. That little thing that he did right there sounds... I think Boston probably got that from him. Or whichever one came first. Maybe a little flavor in there. I don't know. Because that's some Boston stuff. Boston. <laughs> it's some... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even yeah, that was a wicked smart hook they did there. Hey, Boston. Dude, I think we really need to do a, a um because I also want to do a um a whole thing on are the Beatles the most important group in history? Well, they're definitely they up are. there. Oh, dude, speaking of the Beatles, have you seen that preview for um is it called Yesterday? Uh-huh. Have you what do you think? I'm uh I think it's a I don't I think it's an interesting movie that can't be done in two hours. When you're talking about imagine the Beatles didn't exist. Once you put that high concept out there, that can't be contained in an hour and a half. I'm actually looking forward to seeing that one. Boy, I don't like people doing Beatles music. Remember, the only person that they licensed to was Earth, Wind, and Fire and like one other person. And there's a reason for that. Well, since you got to douche it all up and get all serious on me, then uh, maybe we won't talk about that one. But uh, No, we will. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm going to judge how good they do Beatles songs. Because I just think, unfortunately, once you take... Because remember, they already did Across the Universe. And I did and not now, like that movie at all. And I think that maybe... I think there's a, a... They should probably just leave it alone. Or if you do do... And here's the thing. I think biopics need to recognize that if you're going to do a song, a movie about another group, don't sing the songs unless you're Jamie Foxx doing Ray. Like, this whole Elton John thing, every time he starts singing, it throws me off. I don't like it. I, I think he should have lips because imagine Robbie Malik being like, I'm going to try to sing like Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Do you want to know something? Huh. I usually get like how we always say, well, I'll go see it just to begin the conversation. I don't really care about the conversation of this movie. The more I think know? about it, I don't think I want to see it. The Elton John we, movie. Don't we have to? Dude? You I can. We have to. How about you see it? And if oh, you think no, it's Dan, worth we gotta seeing. We got to see it. Well, we then, then we have to see it together because I. Yes. <laughs> All right. And, and, then we'll and know you got to hold my five hand. Five minutes, we could look at each other and be like, uh-oh. Yeah. 
<laughs> refund. <laughs> refund. Yo, Steve. What? Question mm. for you. Yes. Did you go to any eighth grade dances when you were a kid? Because I know you, I don't know if your religion allowed for that kind of stuff. We did not allow that. Oh, okay. As a matter of fact, they outlawed hugging, and I'm the one that made the petition to get hugging back reinstated. You were like school. the footloose of hugging? Sure was. You just turned a whole town around with the power of I hugging? I did. That's amazing. All 90 of us students. That's amazing. We also listened to the Footloose soundtrack yesterday, too. That's a, Kenny Loggins, man. Oh, you know what? Let's talk about that for a second. Do you mind? Yes. All right, hold on. You know he wrote What a Fool Believes? You come from somewhere back in oh, Wait, is that the same song? It sure is. What a fool wrote it. Kenny Loggins has a version on his album, then Michael McDonald redid it for his album. Kenny Loggins has a version of What a Fool Believes that's just not as good as Michael McDonald. So, so speaking of Kenny Loggins and Footloose, yes. okay, so this song, mm-hmm. you don't have to like this song, but I'm asking you to just hear me out on this, okay? Okay. There's a certain part of this song that you'll hear. Tell me where the producer went, okay, there's the gold in the song. They're listening to it. Kenny's trying to sell it to him, okay? Where's okay. the gold? Comes up in a little bit. This is like one of those songs in the 80s when you're just trying to get away from it all. Let's run. Let's well, just keep like, running. Yeah, you're like, you're frustrated in your bedroom, throwing things onto the bed like mattress. I'm dancing in my room. <clears throat> yep. It's all sonic. I throw a sock at the wall. You bang the pillow and put your face in it. Yeah. I missed it. By the way, my opinion of what was gold was missed. I'm going to go back to it. Great chorus. Yeah. This is the gold right here. That part. Okay. Producer's like, all right, I'm liking this. This sounds pretty good. It's good to see that Kenny's still working. But I need a little something, you know? Ooh, that's it. I think the gold wasn't there yet. I that's the attention getter. Gold. That is the gateway to the gold. It's the gateway to the gold. The gold is the court. He's like, you know what? Let's get like 4,000 kids in the room and they'll all say I'm free once. We won't pay them that much. I'm free. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that song, but every time I hear that one part, I'm like, you know what? That's when he got the producer's attention. Like, oh, he's got a little something here, this guy. I, I well, remember he had cash, cachet back then. Like, he was already in the game. He could not do it. Like, he was a hit writer. He can just do. Kenny Longwood was a, the dude. And remember, he, he was like, remember he ended up being like sound, soundtrack.com? He could do soundtracks wonderfully. Well, of course. He did Highway to the Danger Zone. He did Meet Me Halfway. For, oh, yeah, uh, that's right. The top. That's yeah, right. he was like, he was the guy. And he, because he knows how to do these skying songs. And unfortunately, what took him down was, uh, not took him down, he's fine. But I think we really lost the, in, the, the importance of a movie soundtrack. Whereas like, no, they're not taking songs from an album. They made an album for the soundtrack. Yes. We haven't done that for like Above the Rim. We had a hip hop soundtrack for Above the Rim. Poetic Justice had a soundtrack for Poetic Justice. Like, we don't do that anymore. We need to bring it Top back, gun. Steve. I would love to do that. Oh, remember when Harry met Sally? They got Harry Connick Jr. to do that whole soundtrack. And it created a vibe on that song. On that, um, Didn't it have a vibe of that movie? It oh, was yeah. Like Very an jazzy. Old school, big, exactly. Yeah. 
that's a genius thing to do. I don't, and when you're just plugging in a, like different hot big songs in a movie, you're like, yeah, I get it. It's a, it's a, it's a movie of that time. Yeah. But if you have someone that's just like, no, I'm going to write this whole soundtrack, I think it creates an ambiance where it's like, oh, no, this. Remember Jungle Fever. Stevie Wonder did the whole um, soundtrack to Jungle Fever. It created a vibe. And I think people, more people need to do that. They just don't like investing in. I mean, you're, nowadays. It's a lot of work. That's a lot. It's a lot. And a lot of money. Oh, dude. Worth it. Totally worth it. But I think that it's an important thing where it's like, I'm going to create a, a, an ambiance for your whole, I like, even if they got someone like D'Angelo to do a whole album, if you're doing a love story and D'Angelo does the soundtrack, gee, that's a love story. That's going to be a love story, gee. I think we need to do, I on. think people need to do more and more of that, gee. Look at Kenny Loggins. He created a, like, dude, I can't think Top Gun without thinking his song. I can't think of that. Dude, that's a great, I can't think of it without thinking that. And I can't think of it without thinking of Iceman doing that weird gum chop. Oh yeah. That was so strange, dude. Hey man. I'm sorry. Finish. No, 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 no. no, no, Okay. I apologize for like going back to this real quick. I know we got to get out of here really quick, but, um, I feel bad that you didn't, did you feel bad more importantly that you weren't able to, participate in things or was it just so commonplace getting back to the eighth grade dance thing it was thing, so you i was so you're just so used to it it just it was goes so with the territory and and now that i think about it i'm like what i've done the prom thing totally done it what i've done a lot of the going out on friday nights, i totally would have done it it would have made me a different person now for sure but i don't know who i'd be now well like i don't know what i was getting at is you know sometimes those dances would would that's when your crush would start oh, and you would quote unquote, go with someone for maybe like four hours or until yes. the very next day or whatever. Uh-huh. So did you have these experiences? I did. I, what we did was it was a situation of um, like, we'd go to music camp and stuff like that. We'd always go to these big getaways mm-hmm. where we'd be like a week in, in Yosemite where they'd rent out a, a bunch of cabins where we'd all be out there and you'd just kind of meet your girlfriend. And my first girlfriend, like a serious girlfriend was a foreign exchange student that didn't speak English. Ooh, where was she? Yeah. She was Japanese. Hey now. Yeah. And that was my first kiss too. Did you have a song? Like what was the first song that you can remember where you were crushing on a girl? Oh, um, uh, um, where are you now? Janet Jackson. That was my first, uh, where song where I'm just like, Oh my God. Where are you now? I think I know it. You do know it. Did you see her and uh, um, Stevie Nicks got inducted into the uh, Hall of Fame? No, I didn't. Oh, it's a beautiful picture, dude. This song right here. Oh, Stevie Nicks, G. Walk Young me, Stevie walk Nicks. me through it, dude. Uh, I literally. Oh, this is a good song. song. It's a mass, amazing song. You still need to listen to the Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis interview. Um, I would play this song every day thinking about this girl that's adorable like, and she stayed with the principal and his wife because born exchange she didn't have a place to stay out here so she stayed with the principal and his wife so we would talk and i'd have this playing in the background we would talk on the phone at like really late she'd be whispering and she wouldn't know some of the words i would say so she'd be like i don't know what that means she's and just like, like oh, oh for real <laughs> i get to explain it to her and what did you tell and her i would be like uh no, what it means is like, you know, 
when I'm like, girl, you fine. Mm-hmm. And you're like, really? And I'm like, nigga, give me that. <laughs> Pardon me, Steve, but what is this word you say? <laughs> yes, I don't understand. I'm like, first of all, never say it. Ever. Never, ever, ever, ever say ever, the word. Ever. But she, she would be learning English with us talking on the phone. Wow. But we got to know each other. She didn't speak any English. We just had a connection that she was just like, I don't know how to say I like you. I don't quite know how to get that across. But I'm just like, I see that you look at me. How can you not like what you see? So I'm assuming you like her, bro. <laughs> How'd you know I was looking at you if you weren't looking at me, girl? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so we'd be sitting there and the girls would be like, Yui really likes you. You probably want to talk. I'm like, but we can't. And they'd be like, she digs you a lot. What was, her, need to- what was her name? Yui. Yui. What was her last name? Was it Lewis? I forgot. I, forget <laughs> yeah. news. I see what you did there. Not bad. But yeah, it was it was a um if here's the thing, dude. You only which is like I say it again, you and um you and uh Gail got lucky because you only love like that one time. Like a few times in after your first heartbreak, you will never do that. That's super intense. Yeah, my kid went through that recently, boy. Oy. He will never love Ooh, like that. Oh, that was a heartbreak. Because you trust. And now he knows somewhere in the back of his mind that can happen. So he won't. This girl crushed me, man. I, I uh, danced with her at the eighth grade dance and we were kind of like, oh, what was her name? You know what? I don't even remember. <laughs> but, Do you not remember her name? No, me? I remember, but I don't want to say. Okay. But she, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you remember. <laughs> what was her name? It was, uh, her name was Marnie. Yeah. Marnie. Was it, was it Marnie? No, there's a few. Some of them. That's a very old name. Her name was Tabitha. Her name was Brunhilde. But no. Ingrid. Her name was Marnie. I remember this. And I danced with her at the eighth grade dance, right? Mm-hmm. This song right here. Remember those dance? See, you don't remember this part. You never got the pleasure of having to be like arm length apart, hand oh, on the waist, man. and you're just rocking back and forth. You know what I'm talking about? You did that? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. We all did. And Brian Adams just. Uh, just told you how you felt oh about this girl. God. So anyway, that is so funny. She, we we uh <laughs> we break up the next day, right? Because it was only Oof. on a 24-hour thing. Like she dumped me. Oof. She dumped me. So I'm in my room, G, <laughs> trying to like. I, I've known her for like you know six hours, but in this, in my head, in my seventh, eighth grade head, this song was going on in my head, G, right here. I'm just fucking like looking out, got my fist in the air. I'm like. That First of so all, funny. she's in the eighth grade. She ain't lying here in my arms, but in my head, lying in my arms, man. Remember oh this? Did you like God, the song? That's so funny. I did like the, he, his his song is one of the first songs I learned on the piano. Which one? Uh, this one. Everything I do. Everything I do. Oh. That that thing. Oh, once in your life you find someone Who will turn your world around Bring you up when you're feeling down And Steve, I told her, I said Yeah, nothing could change what you mean to me Oh, there's nothing that I can say But that's home now 
get the point, Steve. I do get the point, yes, I do. I just wanted to make it super uncomfortable for you. Steve, I think we're done with the show. I think we did ourselves another episode. What do you think? Dude, listen, we need to really... You have me thinking, man. What's that? What are you thinking I don't about? I man. I just... There's something here, right? Gee... What are you thinking? Say it out loud. I don't I don't know, man. Shout it's it out loud, so my kids. It's so... Like, I can literally... This is not a lie, Dan. If we did stuff like that, I would look up at your house and it would be dark. And I would have gotten there at like 11 in the morning. And we would be like, oh, crap. It's six at night. (laughs) We have talked entirely too long. But the thing is, if you send me stuff like like you're like, here's the new wave. Dan, we couldn't do a three-hour show. Because now I have something to say about every single thing that you sent me. Remember the Foo Fighters conversation? Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters. Like, that That was pretty good, dude. I just said Foo Fighters. I don't think I did any uh, any walk-in on it. Oh, you didn't? No. But maybe it's right. becoming, maybe we're one and the same now. I think so. <laughs> I, I think we should. Oh. Here's the thing, dude. Listen. Do we have to talk? Do we have, do we have to have a podcast meeting off mic? No, I think we should do it on mic one day. Okay. I think we should have a podcast. Let me ask you this. I'm going to pose this question to you in front of everyone. Yes. And if you don't want to answer, that's okay. If you're not ready to answer, that's okay too. I will totally answer. Are you done talking about movies? Oh, man. That's an interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Dan knows how to pose these freaks. I'm like, I'm going to answer it right now. Let's cut all the bullshit out. Are you Um, tired of talking about movies? I am not done talking about movies. I am. Okay. Here's what I'll say. I'm done. I'm not done talking about movies. I'm just done talking about it until we're done talking about music. Well, we are the heroes of noise. We've always said, like, I know a lot of people come to us for movie stuff, but we never really posed it that way. It was never on the table. We always said we talk about music, movies, television, whatever else the fuck we want to talk about. So we don't always have to do it. Sometimes, like, we had nothing planned for this one. Actually, we did. That's not true. We actually had things to talk about and we said, eh, let's just do something else. And I'm totally cool with that. So we can keep it loose, I man. Think, we what? can just keep it loose. But also if there's a big movie thing we saw. Well, yeah, we of course, that that's exactly what? it. But I'm curious. And it doesn't mean that if you say this, listeners, I'm talking to you. Yes. It doesn't mean that if you tell us something that we're just going to adhere to what you're telling us. But I am kind of curious. Do you like this kind of stuff? Do you like us talking about movies? Would you rather hear one over the other? Do you like a nice mix? What do you think? Like go get a nice and steak, go on a nice date, walk on the beach. From what what I've heard, from what I've seen, they do dig the tree. They like from the what I have seen. Yeah, it's like that. Now they haven't said they don't like the other one, but I I really saw when they were just like, dude, that's what I. I'm just like, oh, that's interesting. That's a very powerful statement. Well, listen, G. I think it makes sense because there are, without question a huge amount of podcasts that talk about movies and do movie reviews and things like that. And I kind of think this is our bag. G. I like it. Well, the thing is music, there's three, four that are really good. Oh yeah. But, but there's a million movie ones that are real. Like the four get, cause people don't know music. I was surprised that people weren't raised listening to music. They just weren't. They did other stuff instead of sitting there with their CD player going, well, that is a weird thing. I have met people that are like, I don't listen to music. That's the oh, weirdest fucking thing I've ever heard. That are just like, I don't know any of the people you're talking about. And I'm like, oh, I was the weirdo. We were the weirdos listening to. And the thing also about music is 
Dude, we live in a terrible time, and that's one thing that can make happiness happen. There is no bad thing about music where we can actually talk about all the way to like, hey, we're going to be talking about new wave. That's just going to be a happy episode. (laughs) (laughs) It's just going to be happy because, or I think if anything, I'm going to be, I'm going to now have another rabbit hole to go down and be like, oh, if I like this song, what about this? What about this? Like, it's a terrible Foo Fighter thing where it's just like, now I want to know everything about this person. Now I want to know everything about this. That's a wonderful thing for me because you send me down a rabbit hole of check out these new. I didn't even know new wave was an actual construct. You know what I can do for you is what I will do is I'm going to build you an on the fly playlist and then I'm going to send it to you. Can you send it through Apple Music? Yes, you can. Okay. I can send you my 80s playlist, too. I okay. have an 80s playlist with 100 songs. I'm going to make you a playlist. Not uh-huh. like in a romantic way. Okay, unless you want a to. A new wave, a new wave, right? <laughs> no, yeah, well. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, not necessarily all new wave, but just my take on the 80s. Okay, cool. And I'll send and that to I'll you. And I'll do the same. And then we'll talk about it. Now, I think we should stick to a genre. Well, no, I find it kind of interesting. I don't want to be biased, man. Oh, I, that would be so. What did the eighties mean to you? Oh, that's a great idea. That's good. But just saying, if we if we stay on one type of genre, that could be kind of fun too. And I don't want to like be biased about it. Let's do but new wave. I would kind of like to do new wave because I think there's yeah. a shit ton of music that you haven't heard. Oh, there's a ton that and you would you know what I mean that that you would like because you've said things like oh I don't like this and I know you would. And the thing is, if we do if we do eighties. Uh, soul, you're more likely to know more soul and hip hop than I am to know. Like that thing, you'll be like, I know that song. I know that song. I know yeah, that song. I think I'll surprise you. New Wave you. is not going to happen for me. I don't know any of your songs. And it's you not really that I want you to know them. I want you to like take the songs that I'm giving you and be like, okay, he likes these for a reason. And then tell me about it. What do you like? Oh, totally. Yeah. It's not Dude, like it has to be I'm an essay paper through, or anything. I'm going to go through your whole Stop uh, the there. Whole That's thing. Not- Just let me know. You you give me that thing, I'll listen to the whole thing. You know I will, too. I know you will. I'll do it. I mean, and some of them I'll probably be like, oh, wait a minute. I know that song. All right, I got to get out of here. Yeah, no problem. I do, too, I sir. I love this episode. Okay, don't say I love every episode, but there's something special about this. Magical. It's Magical Mystery Tour. Ta-da. You don't know. About that. You don't know. What? Oh, stop it. What? Stop it. <laughs> Yes, come on. I don't believe you. Why would I? Really? We have. Do we have the time for this? No, we don't. Okay, I didn't think so. We're gonna have a Beatles. You know, it'll be fun. Why don't? Doesn't um? We we know music lovers, right? Sure. Isn't Shannon a music lover? I think so. Oh wait a minute! I think she's big into. I think she's into hip hop, bro. Huh? I think she's into not necessarily like hip hop, but she likes a lot of like she listens to Cube. She listens okay, to Wu Tang. Because she's uh, she is starting her own pod. Yes. Oh, so should we, we should, plug? We should get her on the show. Oh, shoot. We have to, real quick. So oh. I would like to welcome into the podcasting world a brand new podcast that uh is coming out from some friends of ours. You may hear us talking about Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey sometimes. Oh, Jeffrey okay. is one of the guys that we went to. It's actually Steve's son's best friend, I believe. Mm -hmm. And we went to Universal Studios with him for Hollywood Horror Nights. Well, I gave this kid a mic. 
because you know what? He wanted to do a podcast and I had an extra mic and it has nothing to do with me, but I gave him the mic. And guess what they did within a week's time? They made their own podcast. And I think that's super, super respectable. And the podcast is called Sound Waves Podcast. So it is brand new. I think you guys should give them a little bit of love and welcome them to the family. We added them to the podcast support group. And gentlemen, I wish you the best of luck. The fact that, remember, normally when people say, I'm going to do this thing, young people, you're like, oh, awesome. They're like, did you ever, did you ever do that thing? They're like, uh, you know, I gotta, I'm working on it. it Dude, they freaking did it. Yes. They did it. And when I remember, I told you, I said, when you gave him that mic, you should have seen the face he made. Yeah. I told you, dude, you made a difference, man. And he is taking that and he inspired me. Like I said, I'm working on that script now. Cause Jeffrey was like, Hey, you need to do this thing. I had something to say about that too, man. Damn it. And oh, and we got to talk about, um, I got to call you about the ending. We got to talk about the ending. Okay. We got to talk about Hey, one more thing. Just just putting this on the table. For costs, what if you turned your script into a podcast? Like uh, Video Palace. Episodic podcast. That would be interesting. It would be a lot easier to do. We know a lot of people with microphones. But the thing is, we don't have costs because remember, Jeffrey gets it all for free. Well, there would be costs. (laughs) There's going to be costs somewhere. Props. I mean, Here's my only fear. You know what scared me, which I was like, man, we should get p- other people. But I'm like, oh, we can't afford that. That's why it's like, we got to be us. I'm like, so we have to do the whole movie without a kiss then. Why? Because you can't go on a microphone? No, yeah, no, yeah, I can't. We'll see. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, check, out Jeffrey, check out Jeffrey's thing. Soundwaves podcast. They're great. Check them out. I think they sound very comfortable for their first episode. And I think that's about it. Steve, did you say your goodbyes? Yes, I got to go. I love you guys so much. Um, I think things are going to be, I can't wait to get my, you're getting my playlist tonight, right? I'm going to work on your playlist tonight. Oh, it's going to take a while to get it, huh? No, I'll probably send it to you by the end of the evening. Or you could just get, do it. You know, I want you to really, don't rush. I don't. Like, think about these songs. Because I am very eager to hear what the crap new wave is. Well, don't rush me because I've made that mistake before. So it's well worth waiting for. I've heard that song before. But who is it? What is it? Taylor Dane. Oh, my God. Did you? Oh, I can't even. (laughs) Darn it, Dan. Bait. Total bait. Dan. Okay, we got to. Okay. We'll talk later. I'll talk to you later. All right, man. See you later. Dang it. Well, there you have it. Another Heroes of Noise episode. And. Episode 62 was actually pretty fun, guys. Trust me, we were going for something completely different and what we ended up getting, which I think is probably a bit of a better show. So with that, my name is Dan Ramirez. That handsome cat over there, that's Steve Hudson. We are the Heroes of Noise. Be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace.